All right. Listen up. We have to talk about something. Rise of Skywalker is the worst fucking movie I have seen all fucking year. False. False. You've definitely seen worse movies. Now, this year, I, I name one. Think, I don't name even think one. it's the worst Star Wars movie. No, Attack of the Clones is still the worst, but this is yeah, the next worst. Solo was worse than this as well. Disagreed. Oh, man. Solo, wow. so, Solo was bad for different reasons. Um, but let's uh, let, let, let's get into it. But you know what? Before we talk about what we hated, because that's going to go for quite a while. Yeah. Let's talk yeah. about the things we liked. Yeah. Let's 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 give this a fair shake, right? Because there's so much hate for this movie and so much like unquestionable love, which I, I think is a real problem. Because I think the people who are in love with this movie just are completely ignoring the fact that there's huge plot holes and everything like that. But yeah. This movie really should have been called Rise of the Fanboy. Because <laughs> it was just nothing but fan, like the worst kind of fan service. And you guys know that here at Ready, Set, Review, we love a little bit of fan service. But only when it doesn't completely destroy the fucking story. <laughs> so here we are. Welcome back. You know, obviously, if this is your first time here at Ready, Set, Review, yeah. <laughs> I'm we're too Anthony. He- we're too heated. We got right into it. <laughs> too heated. <laughs> oh, and I'm Matt. And we're recording live from a shared universe. And special guest today on the show, friend of the show, Ed. Welcome. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Anytime, brother. Absolutely. So we wanted to bring in, you know, somebody that we consider a specialist, not only uh, in terms of his his fandom and his his knowledge of movies, but uh, really giving us the behind the scenes from uh, a production's perspective. Um, Ed actually has worked um, on production, done production for a number of different uh, major movies. Movies, uh, not only Joker you worked on, but also uh, Shazam you worked on, and a, really a whole myriad of others, right? Yeah, I work as a production assistant and now as an assistant director on uh, film and TV, mostly TV in New York. New York's mostly a TV town, but when Avengers came on through, I was able to work on that a little bit. Uh, but yeah, mostly TV. I worked on Kimmy Schmidt, um, worked on a new show with Mark Ruffalo, Hulk himself. Uh, <laughs> I know this much is true that's uh, coming out this year at HBO. But yeah, so I work uh, behind the scenes, logistics, stuff like that as an assistant director. That's awesome. Yeah, so we've got Ed here to be able to give us a little bit of expertise on, like, the behind the scenes, what needs to go into this in order to make this uh, movie, like, kind of come together, and and what what of this could potentially be a nightmare for, like, a production team. So, but let's, um, let's jump right into it. This is your... Star Wars Rise of Skywalker review special. As if we haven't been talking about it enough for the last two weeks. We gave <laughs> we gave everybody a breather because even though it was not uh, it was not demanded as it was when Avengers Endgame came out, we gave everybody a breather to make sure that we would not uh, spoil anything because obviously we're going to spoil the shit out of this movie. Yeah. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, A, kill yourself. B, turn off the podcast. <laughs> I, I wish I hadn't seen it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was I was like a take it back almost. See, um, I, see, and I'm 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 right in the middle. I uh, mean, I I think that the movie, like when I went and first saw, like let, so, let's talk about our first general reactions. And and when I went and first saw it, I was super excited to go see this movie. And I had been out with my fiance, and we had a couple of drinks. We were out with some coworkers, and uh, it's pronounced pre-wife. Yeah, pre-wife. That's right. And. Uh, Man, I came out of that movie and I was a ball of fucking fire. <laughs> I'm screaming, I'm drunk, I'm fucking not happy at all. I'm like freaking out. Now, we had tickets to go and see it on the IMAX 100 foot screen in 
New York City and Columbus Circle. I made her return those tickets and immediately like like on the so second for, viewing. Yeah, yeah for the yeah. second viewing. Yeah. I was like, no way, like absolutely not. I'm not going to give them any more money. Return the tickets. Thank goodness we could. And uh, yeah, so I was a ball of fire. I mean, what what was your general reaction when you guys first came out of the movie? I, I was furious. I thought it was fucking awful. They ruined so many things. But um, the thing that I did like, so that there are, so again, let's let's be clear about this. Just because it is an objectively awful movie, littered with plot holes and the worst kind of fan service imaginable, where characters are literally hung out to dry in favor of making fanboys happy. There are some that I still enjoyed the movie yeah. because there are some yeah. legitimately great moments. In yeah. fact, some of the best moments in any Star Wars movie ever. Yeah, I, I, I could. So let's talk about more. the good, the obvious, the most, the most good, the goodest, the best, the best. part of this movie. Um, and quite frankly, the entire trilogy is Kylo Ren's arc. Oh, from yeah. start to finish, from The yeah. Force Awakens through The Last Jedi through the end of Rise of Skywalker, Kylo Ren's arc is, is not only beautifully done by uh, Adam Driver, it is just perfectly orchestrated and resolves in the way that not only makes fans happy, but also makes sense for the character. Like, go figure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would have to agree with you. I mean, you know, that's definitely one of the coolest aspects of this movie. He actually comes full circle and, you know, different from, you know, kind of the other movies, you know, you're actually getting a chance to see him, you know, because they were teasing it through all, all the way from the very beginning of Force Awakens yeah. where he has this call to the light and he wants to turn to the dark side. And it was a major part of his yeah. character. Like from the moment we meet him, he is conflicted. Right. And they really play on that. And I think in a lot of ways, it's much better than the way Vader turns in Return of the Jedi because, you know, because everything, every time you even got a sense of Vader wanting to be not Vader, it was all revolving around Luke. And you can kind of make the argument that a lot of it revolved around Rey, but it's very clear in the beginning of Force Awakens from the the get-go that that, uh, Kylo Ren is conflicted and all of his conflict doesn't come from, it doesn't come from any, any like one specific space in the way that uh, Vader's did. It's just yeah. like he is truly conflicted. He doesn't know if he's on the right path. And that's all Adam Driver. I think that's one of the brilliant things that J.J. and then Ryan really did in the second one is getting rid of the mask. Like the idea that the mask is able to be taken off and you get to see Adam Driver's face, you get to see him act. Because when you forget the first three movies, you had a different person playing Darth Vader than the person yeah. who voiced it. So it's yeah. a very different type of performance. Whereas yeah. yep. in this trilogy, we constantly get to see Adam's face. We get to see him going through the emotions as opposed to a stone mask. Yep. Where you're just hearing people talk about he's conflicted. You actually get to see the conflict. And let's talk about the mask because that is the first time, the first of many times in this movie where J.J. Abrams just gives a big fucking middle finger to Ryan Johnson. <laughs> so, because so wait, when, wait, wait. You're going into the things we don't like. But no, but we we can't. We have to address this because okay. this is like, <laughs> this is just like such bullshit. So one of the coolest parts of the Last Jedi, and it happened very early on in the movie. Again, playing on that conflict is when Kylo Ren smashes his helmet yeah. in anger and he like completely destroys it. He doesn't just throw it away. He destroys it. It's in like a thousand pieces. And very early on in this movie with no reason, no exposition, no nothing whatsoever, he just puts it back together. Yeah. Just, just puts it back together. And like where yeah. is it for most of the movie? Yeah. Yeah, I would I uh, I see so it's it's definitely a nod to and I for, I'm I'm forgetting the um the actual uh, name for it, but it's a, a Japanese technique where you take broken dishes or broken pottery and you fix it with gold. 
and it's it's supposed to accentuate the imperfections and and the fact that you're you're actually mending it and when you put it back together it, it makes it stronger than it original originally was right and it has the cracks and you're mending it with gold so that's actually a very you know samurai japanese art style that is is being signified in the way that he puts it back together and the red that's in the helmet as well okay a Shut the fuck up. <laughs> B, be that as it may, it serves no purpose in the story because by that logic, if he's putting it back together stronger than it was before, by that logic, he should then be stronger in the dark side, not go to the light by the end of the movie. So I think that he is stronger in the dark side. Um, I mean, arguably, you know, he should have had a better reason to turn to the light um, yeah, I, I think that he is stronger than the dark side, but I think I think that it's the appearance of Palpatine that's really the thing that drives him away. What would have been his better reason to turn to the light side? He didn't need. See, that's yeah, why it's so it's beautiful yeah. because he didn't need one specific thing. Like he didn't need one. Like you know, Vader needed that one moment, right. seeing Luke, Luke in pain, and right? You know, like Luke die. And Kylo right. Ren didn't need that. Like argue, you you can make the argument that you know the the uh, appearance of Han Solo, um, you know, the, the the that sweet awesome cameo, like that yeah, sort of pushed awesome. him over the edge. But again, that wasn't like that was all in his mind. Like right, that's Han Solo is not a Force ghost; no. he can't do yeah. those things. That was already in his head. But there's Leia's sacrifice, right? That's what's that's what's supposed to be the the main point of her dying, is right? That her reaching out to her son is supposed to stir emotions in him. I didn't think it was and well done. That, but was, it was, that was fucking but terribly it was, done. It was, it was, it was the best thing I think they done. could have done with her. Yeah. I mean, they, that was one of the best things about this movie for me was the the mileage they got out of such a small amount of footage and, and audio from Carrie Fisher. And like, speaking they of, made her seem like a much larger character. Yes. Speaking of that footage, let's talk about this. Right. This movie, I know I said this movie should have been called The Rise of the Fanboy, but... After now, it's been out for what three weeks, two mm -hmm. weeks, right? They should have actually called it the rise of backsplaining because there is so <laughs> much stuff that has come out, and the biggest one, the really, the one that really just it irritated really the has. fuck out of me was they came out um, earlier this week and they were like, oh, because everybody was complaining that Rose's character was completely sidelined in the movie, which she was, and their big explanation for it was, oh no, uh, CGI limitations because we couldn't give Rose all the scenes we were going to give her with Leia because obviously Carrie Fisher was dead, so that's why Rose wasn't in the movie. It wasn't intentional. It wasn't because the fanboys didn't like her. I promise you it wasn't because... I feel like I feel like Donald Trump talking about this kind of thing is like, no, that's yeah. not what happened. It was because the CGI wasn't available. Look it up. Look it up. It's right there. You can look it up. It, great things. Great we things have great happen. characters. We have the best characters. Like, we give them all their fair share. It is such a backsplaining bullshit. Fucking <laughs> bullshit. And does that mean they filmed those scenes? Or, or did they realize while they were filming that they I couldn't don't do know. Who the fuck knows? Because Rose is a I, terrible I like character, though. She sucks. She's a bad character. Like, she didn't need to be in, in uh, Last Jedi at all. The whole love story between her and Finn was garbage, which is why they threw it in the garbage in this movie. Be that as it may, <laughs> they could have add, they could have easily had her character there without. See, here's the reason why you need Rose in the Rise of Skywalker. You need Rose to have a prominent role in the Rise of Skywalker so that she can take the place of Poe in all of those ridiculous treasure hunt adventures that take up like a third of the movie. Yeah. So that Poe can then be from the very beginning of the movie scouring the galaxy looking for support for the for the resistance because that was a big plot point yeah. at the end of the last Jedi how. Yeah. Nobody answered the call. 
But yet, at the end of <laughs> the end of Rise of Skywalker, in the span of roughly 90 minutes, Lando Calrissian somehow gathers an entire galaxy worth of human be- of, of fighters to come fight the, Riz- which the Empire. Doesn't actually make sense because no, we haven't even talked yet no. about my biggest problem, which is the 16 hour rule or 16 hour. Oh, yeah, let's talk about 16 that. 16 hours, which so, is so in the opening scroll. Yeah. The, the opening scroll, the whole opening scroll is terrible. Yeah. It's probably it's the so worst bad. in any of the movies. Like, the whole opening scroll is stupid, and it, it sets a precedent for, like, garbage. Yeah, right. and it, it creates this whole world where you have to have transgalactic travel over 16 hours, where they have to go from yeah. the Outer Rim back to the Core Worlds, out to wherever the hell Exegol is. So you're talking about them traveling what should be weeks worth of, of time and space. Right. And, and the opening scroll is, like, the worst kind of retconning, because it just, yeah. like... It's just like, hey, remember that last movie? Fuck that. Yeah. The Emperor is back. Just <laughs> deal with it. Like, so, so okay, wait. So b- before we get into all that opening squad, because I want to your 16-hour rule also um, brings up another major plot hole, which I think you articulated perfectly, is the planet, Exegol. Yeah. And the fact that the Empire, or that the Emperor, has somehow managed to build a fleet of what looked like thousands of Star yeah. Destroyers, manned them, on this desolate planet that is nearly impossible to find without a Sith Wayfinder. The, the research and development that would go into making these, let alone just the resources needed. And I almost bought it at first, when you first just see these unexplained ships coming out of... Because it's a cool-looking scene. Yeah. It's a cool-looking scene. But you're, you're on a planet where seems to have no resources, no structures visible. Right. And, you, you, and you why are they hiding them under the ice? Shot. And why are they hiding them shot. under the ice if I, it's I feel, a planet that nobody can fucking find? I feel like, I feel like <laughs> this movie... Much like uh, Batman vs Superman, which was co-written by the same person, Chris Terry. Was, was it really? Yeah, that I, that explains that, that explains, explains so much. much. It, it, was, it was all so worked much. backwards. I feel like they had a bunch of really cool ideas and shots, and they tried to shoehorn in a plot that yeah. would fit in between these. these He's Zack Snyder, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, he, and I feel like 100%. that's a problem. And I almost buy all the ships that are just there, inexplicably built. But then when they're shown to all be manned, yeah, by you know. Brand new uniforms, yeah. all these people, and, and then you're talking about, you know, hundreds of thousands, because, I mean, they, they've established, you know, you're talking tens of thousands of people need to uh, operate a, a Star Destroyer, like, that, that that's the true complement they need, and so you're, you're talking about hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people who are just inexplicably on this planet, waiting for almost yeah. 30 years. So, now, yeah. they did sort of explain that. Now, again, here's the backsplaining, right, where it's, it's the one line of dialogue, but they talk about the Sith Universal or whatever it is, the the Sith Faithful, right? So essentially what it is is you have this group of, of let's say, cultist extremists from throughout the galaxy, and they have dedicated themselves so much that they go and they are now... They're supposed. Is that what all those people that's, are? I mean, on the that's planet? yeah, and that's what <laughs> that's what all of the people in the. Or is that just the first order? But so see, and, and but see, and, and that and that and that is even a bigger problem for me because even if you explain it that way, the bigger problem for me then is that by by explaining it that way, you're 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 linking the Sith and the Empire in a way that they've never been linked before. Because if you think back to the original trilogy. Yes, the Emperor was the Emperor, and he was a Sith, and he had Vader. But as far as, like, the Sith influence was concerned in the original trilogy, it was just the Emperor and Vader. Like, how many times do we see in the original trilogy where people within the Empire, within the military section of the Empire, are very militaristic, and, like, they call, you know, when, when Vader force chokes the one guy because he calls the, the Force, like, and the Jedi, yeah. hooey and magic or whatever. So there's always yeah. been that clear distinction, and so to have 
that explanation, even if it makes sense for me, oh, that's how they got their resources, it, it cheapens the whole idea of the Sith and the Empire. And, and I, I believe that was uh, Admiral Mahdi that you're talking about. It was, right, it was, was Mahdi, yes. It was Admiral Mahdi, yes. And even then, there's a nod to that scene with the First Order where they describe the Sith as an occultist. <laughs> yes, so, exactly. I mean, the, even the, the main military might of the First Order doesn't want to get involved. Well, and it, so I don't think that's an explanation as to where all the resources come from. They just appear. But then here's and then here's another question too again. And and this is like very nitpicky, but just like from a storytelling perspective, so the New Republic has been in place, right? For like thirty years at this point, right? Yeah. No, the New Republic died in the first movie. Well yeah. I, but, but okay, but yes, in the first movie. Yeah. But so yeah, they got nuked in two seconds. Also true, but the time it would take to build all of those star destroyers—they obviously had to have been working on it for a very yeah, long yeah, time. Yeah, hundred percent. So well, where so, were they getting the money from? So were they using? There's no longer Empire credits. Not, that's like, also not necessarily the case. So what it was is that they didn't build new star destroyers. Oh, don't give me this but line. But what they did was they took star destroyers from other areas, right? Like that were supposed to be fighting for the Empire, and they brought them to Exegol. Right, which is why they were covered in ice, no, is I mean, because this whole thing like, will be retconned. Though, right? I mean, <laughs> if you read the Thrawn books, they'll tie it in that he was yeah. And I think it's, I think it's, I think it's in the aftermath in, like, as well. It, it's going to be just like if you yeah, watch the Clone Wars today, you enjoy it better, or you enjoy the Clone War movies better because of the Clone Wars TV show. Like, the Clone and, Wars TV show yeah. was like a giant retcon and plot hole filling device. Yes. Yeah. And that's so, a big problem. And I feel like that's what the books have been for this universe. You're like, you're right. going to read Thrawn, it's going to tie in, and, and it's going to tie into Resistance. But we shouldn't bit, have to. Exactly. Yeah, These things should stand alone on themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so let's talk about just the biggest elephant in the room with this movie. We talked about it in the opening in the opening crawl. And literally in the first five minutes, it's the Emperor is back. We like have the dead speed. Yeah, oh, right. The dead speed. We have yeah. Kylo Ren locating Exegol, finding the Emperor, and the Emperor very clearly says, "Kill the girl, kill the Jedi girl." And then two hours later, I wanted you to come here. I wanted Kylo Ren to bring you to me. It's like, what? It's yeah, like, it's like, like this was my plan the whole time. He probably knew that, like, Kylo wasn't going to do it. Because let's, let's be serious. He's been trying to kill her for... Just backsplaining, though. That's backsplaining. Yeah, it's, it's no, 100% I, backsplaining. I feel like he knew that Kylo wouldn't do it. That he yeah. just... That, that, that rather than have him... That he yeah. just, you're just going to take a bite of a giant chicken sandwich <laughs> on, on air. I've never had the Popeye's chicken sandwich before, so this is like life-changing right now. <laughs> okay, but anyway, go ahead. This should be what we talk about. So, yeah, so I don't disagree with you, right? And, like, he knew through his manipulation of Snoke that that Kylo was too much like Vader. Like, he was he right. was too conflicted. He had too much, like, doubt. And if he told him, you know, maybe it's a way that almost like in, um, almost like in The Matrix, right, when the Oracle tells Neo that he's not the one. It's what he needed right? to hear. It's exactly what he needed to yeah. hear. Now, in that same vein, that's exactly what happened with Kylo Ren. Mm -hmm. You know, the Emperor tells him exactly what he needs to hear in order for him to get the girl back there, right? What I don't like is that the thing that they were building ever since the beginning of the first movie, even with Kylo Ren, was that, like, Kylo knew... That there was, like, when, when he hears that there's a mystery girl, right, he's like, what girl, right? Like, he knows that, like, it, like that, that Ray is sort of a key, 
right? And then that's why, like, he feels the awakening in the Force, right? right. And so, like, like, he should have known that she was a Palpatine beforehand. Why? Right? Why he, should he have known that? Because, like... Because the people making the movie didn't know it. Right. Yeah, so that's no, the no thing, way. right? There's no way that he yeah. should have known it. And it was such... It was so stupid. Yeah. It well, was so fucking stupid and that's that the she biggest, was a Palpatine. And that's the biggest problem. Like, this movie... Like, I don't care what anybody says. The Force Awakens is a lot of fun. It's a fun movie. It's very entertaining. I, 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 like, I really I, like I, it. I really like Force but Awakens. if there's one thing that Rise of Skywalker does, aside from suck donkey dick, it really exposes all of the problems with The Force Awakens. And there are a lot of them. Yeah, there was definitely... I hated the Starkiller base. I liked the movie for the most part. Um, I, I thought it was really good. The scene with Han Solo and he's on the Millennium Falcon and he's explaining how everything is real, right? And he's like, yeah, it's real. All of it is real, you know? Like, that was such a cool scene that is so Star Wars. The scene where they go into Maz Kanata's place, I love that scene. Yeah, it's just like the cantina scene, almost shot for shot. Well, yeah. And, like, but, like, it was so cool, so well done, I thought. Um, even with the First Order coming and attacking them while they're at Maz Kanata's, like, that was so cool. I, I really love that part. But the fact of the matter is, is that in Rise of Skywalker, they abandoned, like, all of those cool like Star Wars scenes. The only one in my mind that really happened was the scene that that where Poe meets that chick that he used to hook up with or whatever, where they're on that planet. Oh, that scene was terrible. That whole scene was a waste of time. The whole scene Everything was a on waste the planet was a waste. But, like the conversation that she has with Poe, like that was like a real Star Wars, like it made it feel like there's a bigger world out there and like yeah, it but just see, seemed much better than everything else that they did. See, but everything you just said is the exact reason we, this movie sucks so bad. Is because the entire movie was just made to be a series of moments to elicit an yeah, emotional reaction out of people. Yeah. And yes, don't get me wrong. When yeah. fucking Lando shows up with the Millennium Falcon in the nick of time, <laughs> yeah, with all those <laughs> ships, you know, like drinking a can of Colt 45, like, I, I wish... I like, wish he had a can of Colt 45, yeah, man. That like, would have been so much bro, better. I felt he looked some, like he was yeah. drunk the whole time. <laughs> like, I felt something when I saw that scene. I was like, that was awesome. But then I thought about it for about 30 seconds, and I was like, wait a minute. Okay, as cool as that scene was, there is nothing in this movie where they earned that scene. Okay. Like, I felt something, but it was not earned. It so was what bullshit. Else, what else did you like? Before we just keep going in and tearing this movie apart... What what else did you like? That was pretty much movie? it. Kylo Ren's so turn. You, well, and, and Skywalker specifically. Yeah, every, well, everything with Ben Solo. Ben Solo, yeah. ben Solo specifically, the way Adam played Ben, ben Solo was. Very, yeah. I mean, you, you just liked you know like the little smile, the everything about it. I thought that was perfect. I I liked Lando. Obviously, everything he did. Okay. Is that really no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, you liked, literally you, you liked the force teleportation thing, right? You said that was cool. Oh, so okay. So you mean like other yeah. little moments yeah, like that little, I like? Everything, everything, okay, like yeah. what, everything that you like. It's just the little things, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the force teleportation was fucking badass. Obviously, seeing Kylo Ren ignite um, Anakin's lightsaber for the first time. Yeah, that was fucking cool. Even though it wasn't really, I mean, it had been repaired and changed. And we'll get know, to that in a moment. So we'll anyway. get to that bullshit yeah. in a moment. Um, I liked seeing um, the final scene where she buries. Both lightsabers, yeah. Anakin's and Leia's, yeah. and, then, and then they they ruin that scene yeah. immediately when yeah. she goes, "What's your name?" Oh, Skywalker. <laughs> um, but that yeah, was a cool. It was so bad. It was so, bad. so bad. 
And I it was like, just so cheesy. You saw it it coming was the so whole time. Yeah. Like, why else would there be somebody there? Yeah, and why would he go you to the Tatooine? Yeah. Coming and and it's like a slow moving car crash. Yeah. Much of this movie. You and I did. And I did really like the way that the Emperor looked. Like I oh, thought he yeah. looked terrifying. Yeah, like you know, and but that was one of the worst things for me because the way he looks. So here's my question to you. Okay. What I'm about to say. Is that his actual body? Is that the same corporeal body that he had at the end of the Does it race? matter? Yes, like, I, I think it is. I would say so that it is. Even, so it, they make it. They go out of their way to make it seem as though it is, which which makes even less sense. Like if his spirit somehow transferred into something else, there's some sort of other cockamamie idea. But how did the body fall down that chute? See, that's an actual... Clearly well, there, was a, there was some sort of explosion, if you watch Return of the Jedi. Then the entire thing blows up. Right. Yeah, so what... So, so what, that's a thing. I'm glad you mentioned this because it doesn't matter. So, another big problem I had with the Emperor being there, aside from the fact that it just shits all over any semblance of logic or reason or plot across any of the three movies, bringing back the Emperor and even remotely suggesting that that body was his original body, right. it completely cheapens the concept of death across the entire fucking Star Wars universe. By that logic... Anakin Skywalker is still walking around somewhere. You know, fucking Ben Kenobi is still around. Like, all these people. Like, he got thrown down a fucking shaft in a star, in a Death Star that got blown up. How the flying fuck is his body still intact? Yeah. It doesn't make so, any sense. So, I mean, you know, you, again, you can backsplain it. Like, like exactly how Luke, when he fell from, from Cloud City, when he was on the Cloud City walkway, yeah. and he falls and he uses the force to bring him into the garbage chute or whatever it was, right? So then he falls onto the weather vane below it. Yeah, right? Cloud City didn't blow so, up, though. That's correct. That's correct. <laughs> but, you know, the force, right? And so, like, he was saved. So... But then where and, does the Emperor go? And is J.J. So Abrams in studio with us right now? He goes to Exegol. So in Return of the Jedi, right, there's a great scene where um, Vader comes to the Emperor, and he's he's asking him again about Luke Skywalker. He's like, a right. small band of rebels have have broken in. He goes, he goes you need to go to uh, Endor, and you need to wait for them there on the, right. on the first platform. He's like, and he will come to me? He's like, yeah, he's going to come to you. But basically, the Emperor dismisses him. Now, when the Emperor dismisses Vader, there are other people in the throne room right. that the Emperor is talking to. Those, you can sort of infer, are the Sith Universal. The, those are other... Acolytes, yeah, those are like acolytes, right? People yeah. who are even above the, the Royal Guard that's there, right? So you could say that, okay, maybe that they were there and instructed to look for his body, and he, as... You know, the emperor, who's you know all powerful, um, can influence the midi chlorians and prevent himself from dying. You have gone so far <laughs> off the fucking no, but, rails. But, so they but, come. But, and you they have fight gone him. so you far. See the, you see the pieces of the Death Star that land yeah. on the planet. I, can, I and they come. can I kill him? Can I kill him? Can I kill him, please? <laughs> wait no, a minute. Wait a minute. It's strategic. <laughs> everything you're saying kind of makes sense. It's just <laughs> kind of. It the kind of does. retreat that he does. And that's why he has to be but plugged why, into the machine at all times. But then that's why, why does, he uses Why does Snoke. he give up control and command of the Empire? Why do they strategically retreat? Well, the, the Empire's Empire. gone. The Empire's dead. No, no. The loss of the Emperor and the Death Star is not, like, overwhelming. Like, the Empire still has lots of forces. Like, they, I mean, they, right. they, they, give, they give us all these books. You know, there's the Alphabet Squadron and... Empire's End and, and, and that whole Aftermath trilogy. Yeah, the Aftermath yeah, trilogy. I mean, there's all this stuff about how it takes a long time to 
to clean up and, 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 and get rid of the Imperial forces. There's a lot right. of them and, left. And the Battle of Jakku was, the, the, was really the last battle. And it makes no sense as to as to why they strategically retreat from the entire... Yeah, yeah. I mean, no. yeah. You, you know why the Emperor is there? Uh, I have a perfectly good, reasonable, logical explanation. J.J. Abrams is a fucking hack, <laughs> and he was terrified about the fanboy backlash from The Last Jedi because they killed Snoke without any explanation of who he was, so he just did nothing creative whatsoever and brought back a character that people know and, and sometimes love, See, I guess. I, I wouldn't say J.J.'s... I think, I think J.J.'s great. I just think the problem with this movie, though, is that... I don't think he ever intended to finish the story. And I think what J.J. Yeah. does so well, and this is why he does so <laughs> much. start things. It's, it's, yeah, yeah it's, TV is what, is what he does so well is start things. Like, yeah. he, you know, like, like a scatter shot. Like he just right. gives you yeah. all the little pieces, all the, yeah. like he introduces great characters. I think he yeah. knew what he was doing. Like, he was like, all right, I'm going to set up this whole thing. I'm not going to quite know where all these plot twists are going to lead. Like I don't think he really had a plan. Like he didn't sit down and say, this is who Finn becomes by right. nine. This is who Ray becomes by nine. This is who Poe becomes by yeah. nine. Yep. I don't think he even knew what the next word out of Luke yeah. Skywalker. No, you're was. you're 100 percent like, correct. So, so so I feel like he just gave that to every to somebody else, and I feel like that's why, no matter who they would have gotten, it might have been better if it was somebody else. Not that they would have been a better filmmaker, but like they would have been focused on the very from the very beginning about tying up. Yeah, and, and I'm wondering like he, he how much it. how much of the movie, like from the way it was written, like how much of it came from like Disney, like directly. Right, Skywalker. Like, yeah, oh yeah. They were like, okay, we don't know how. Like all these fans are are fucking furious with Last Jedi, right? And like you know, like we have no idea how we're gonna finish this story, and so you know, let's just you know. Honestly, fan I don't, service, fan service, fan service. I don't think any. Of, Emperor, like, I don't really think don't any of that yeah. came from Disney because they gave Ryan Johnson complete creative control, yeah. and they have never, at least to anything that I've seen, nobody at Disney has ever once come out and said anything negative about Ryan Johnson and his turn on the Last In fact, Jedi. Just the opposite. He he has a deal with them to potentially right. do another couple of movies. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, the movie made yeah. over a billion dollars. I mean, like. Yeah. So Disney is fine. Like they're they're, yeah. they're sitting there like, oh yes, please fanboys, let me wipe my ass with your tears while this yeah, movie makes care. over a billion dollars. Yeah, and and here's 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 my prediction, my bold prediction. Okay. I don't think Rise of Skywalker makes a billion dollars at the box office. No, it it, it guaranteed to be. Do you think so? I don't it's, think it's so. It's already at uh, as we speak here on New Year's Eve. Yeah, it's already at uh, seven hundred and fifty million dollars. I don't, so think it, I don't think it, it makes it'll, a billion. It'll, it'll, get to, it'll, it'll get to a billion I don't, in a week or I don't know, because I think that there's a lot of people yeah. who really like the movie and who have gone to see it. Like, unlike things like Justice League or, <laughs> you know, Batman versus Superman, where they had that huge drop-off yeah. after opening weekend, Star Wars hasn't had that. No, it right? did. Star Wars had a 70-something percent drop-off in the second it's actually, weekend. It's, but it's, 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 holding, it's, holding, it's holding steadier than last year I did. Oh, it did? It, no, okay. It's, it's going to make yeah. one and a half billion, I think, overall. I think it's not going to do... As well as the others, but I think I think it's going to do very well. And well, if it doesn't, you're here first. <laughs> I think the thing, though, and this is what this movie made me made me realize, though, is at the end of the day, though, there is nothing like a Star Wars movie, at least for me. Like, yeah. Like, like, like and this, this was like the this, most Star like, Wars. Like as angry movie. as I was, and as much as I love Superman, like Batman versus Superman, and also apparently written by the same guy, which is crazy. I had no idea. That's, that's, that's what there's the same problem. That makes so much sense. As angry as I was, I'm not as invested in that character and in that in that world as much as I read comics and, and all that yeah. as I am in Star Wars I feel like right. there's nothing like a Star Wars movie and at the end of the day even walking out of Rise of Skywalker disappointed as I was there's nothing like that I mean 
there were a lot of great things about it that well, yeah. even a bad Star Wars movie has in terms of like this epic and that's how you structure. and that's and how you and you yeah. never know where it's going to go dude. that's, yeah. Yeah. that's, that's, that's what you thing. say you, you know, about know where all, it was gonna go. all these sequels and all these adaptations you know as much as we all love comic book movies they're all just adaptations of storylines so even even like movie with Batman versus Superman which takes stuff from like four or five different you know Batman right. Superman storylines at the end of the day you know where it's going you know you know where you're going to be whereas with this one you didn't know who they were going to kill who they wouldn't kill where people were gonna go? Oh, yeah. I disagree. I knew exactly where this movie was going the moment I saw the trailer. So the first trailer, I had no clue where the movie was going. Yeah. The only thing that I was certain of was that they were most likely gonna make Kylo Ren go back to the light side. That right. was the only thing I was really certain of. What? And it wasn't until I saw the first trailer where they had, um, where they had the Emperor's laugh yeah. at the end of the first trailer. The moment, the second trailer, the moment I heard that at the end of the trailer, and I didn't even realize it was the Emperor. Kevin had to tell me that, yeah. and I was like. Okay, I was like, if if they bring back the Emperor, because Kevin and I argued about this for months. He was like, no, the Emperor's not going to be a big thing, you know. He's just going to be probably like, you know, there in a vision. And I'm like, nope. I'm, I'm like, Snoke is dead. I guarantee you that the Emperor is going to be revealed to be the big bad guy throughout this entire movie. And Snoke is going to be some sort of Emperor clone. And I was 100% fucking right. And I also knew that they weren't going to have, after I knew, after I found out that J.J. Abrams was coming back on the direct, when the other guy got, because uh, they had the other guy there for a little while and he left. I forget what his name yeah, was. From, uh, Chris. Chris. Something yeah. right. Once I found out that JJ was coming back to direct and like the last Jedi had kind of run its course, I knew that not only were they going to bring back the Emperor as the main villain from day one, yeah. they were also not going to have any balls and not kill a single fucking person. Yeah, which, which I mean, they even said that that was a big fault of the original trilogy, right? Yeah. Like that they should have killed Han Solo in the original trilogy. They should have killed Lando in the original trilogy. He Anybody. Never, he Kill never fucking somebody out of the Death Star alive. Yeah, like he should have died in in the the Millennium Falcon should have gotten blown up in the Death Star in the second Death Star. And if you look back at Return of the Jedi, what purpose does Han Solo have in that movie beyond to be rescued? Comic relief. He's yeah. really yeah. Yeah. he's, yeah. Kind of, he's yeah. the fucking yeah. you know, comic I mean, relief. I, yeah. So he he serves no. I mean, he's not a very good leader of that. I mean, like, it's great to see him turn and, and you know, like... Yeah, he's a general time, in name only. But the first time, really commit to the Rebel Alliance. That's great to see. But he, he's not a very good leader of that of that landing party. He, no. You know, he's not the reason why the why the Ewoks team up with them, right? That's, yeah. that's, that's, no, that's C-3PO. 3PO. Yep. 3PO, yeah, <laughs> the god or whatever. Else. You know, he's... He serves no purpose. We, we don't get to see anything. He can't even hotwire the door. Yeah. Yeah, no, he does it wrong. Yeah. He, <laughs> like, we're just talking about the other door closes, yeah. the blast door closes. Yeah. Right, some sort of sacrificial yeah. moment for him would have been much better. So let's talk about, so, though, about the about the deaths and how they didn't have the balls to kill anybody. Which is so frustrating. Because I mean, not only did they... so frustrating. Not only did they not have again. the balls to kill, to not kill anybody, they fake killed four people. Yeah. Four people. Right? Uh, yeah. And the fake killing of Chewie was by far the worst transgression of the entire movie. Yeah, right? the, the fake killing of Chewie was ridiculous. The fake, the Romeo and Juliet style ending with Ray and Ben dying was stupid. Like, why not make them both alive? Like, why not? Like, yeah. Well, uh, I, you, you understand, I mean, basically he's committed genocide. So you understand why they can't multiple be, times. Yeah, he's you, you a he's a murderer. Really he is literally like one of the right. worst people, and just yeah. because he decides to be a nice guy today, like but it was just we're so, supposed to forget all of that. No, no but that's like a mass murderer. He, he needs to die. But that's and that's why, and that's why his character. So did so, Ray. 
Ray needed to die as well. Well, uh, see, I, I'm fine with Ray living and, I mean, and Ben dying. One hundred percent not. They're they're talking about this being the end of the st- the Skywalker story. They're saying it's the end of this this you know kind of line or lineage. But, Kill Ray, but she's not a Skywalker kill, though. Also, kill to, all to of her, but she is. <laughs> Skywalker, no series ever ends. Yeah, so no, nothing ever we, ends. That's right. You know that yeah. we will see another, yeah. another Skywalker trilogy. Maybe not for another ten years or so. Yeah, but within our lifetime, we will see an eleven, twelve, and thirteen. Obviously, Chewie. R2 and C3PO all need to be there for that. That's why you knew Chewie was yes. never going to die. Chewie, Chewie needed to die. In a suit. Chewie and and his and his age is, is so unclear. They talk about yeah. how long well, he's two hundred over. Well, see, but no, but see, here, but here, here's the thing. So that he could just be around for generations. But see, here's the thing. He's always going to be in the movie. Here's the thing. Chewie didn't need to die, but the fact that they showed that they implied that he died, that was a legitimate like. Oh my god, I really didn't see that coming. And it was the first time in that entire... It was like halfway through the movie. It was the first time in the entire movie that I felt that there were any sort of like stakes in the movie. Right. It was the only time I felt any sort of emotion. And then literally, literally 15 minutes later, oh, Chewie's alive, he's on he's on the ship. And then they just wait. That, that whole scene, from the moment they go to the, the party planet, right? Yeah. Till the moment they leave the Star Destroyer when we find out that she's a Palpatine... Nothing of consequence from a story perspective happens there. Yeah, you find nothing. out that Chewie fake dies, C-3PO fake dies, you find out that she's a Palpatine, which I guess you can argue is a consequence of the story, but it's a shitty plot point. And the only thing that happens is, and this was this really pissed me off, you're the spy? Oh, Whoa! <laughs> it's so wild and crazy! Hoobla, 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 hoobla. Oh. Yeah, the, the Hux turn was stupid, but... At least him getting shot, so shot I, though, was good. I actually liked yes. everything that happened on the party planet. If they, Why? If it was they useless. Didn't do anything else after that. Like, if they never had to then go to a if different planet. they just ended planet, the movie? <laughs> no. Well, if they didn't have to go to a different planet. Like, I love the fight scenes that happened on there. I love the shot of, of Kylo and the Knights of Ren, which was awesome. You know, I hated the fact that she used Force Lightning, that Rey used Force Lightning. That was stupid. Um, but whatever, like, I guess you can see it. Like, the whole thing about Ray is that, like, the the main thing, like, as much as you feel, you know, Kylo's turn to the light side, literally the main things that Yoda always talked about was fear, angry, uh, anger, and hatred, right? Those are the three key things that lead you to the dark side. Look at every single fucking scene with Ray, and she is afraid, she is angry, and hateful. Okay, she has all three, all wrapped in one. Every single time you see her, but every single time, it makes no sense that she didn't turn to the dark side. They should have done a double switch where she turns to the dark side, then Ben kills her at the end of the movie. Right? Had the Emperor there, and the Emperor finally turns her because she's a Palpatine, and she turns to the dark side, and then Ben Solo kills her, or they kill each other. See, right? all the, of the that. The fact that she survived and she's still alive is stupid. See, all of what you just said, just minus the Emperor. Having the Emperor in this movie in any way, shape, or form cheapens the entire fucking trilogy. And I agree with you. They should have done a double face turn. They should have made Rey bad. I think it, it's good for her character that she was able to fight all those emotions and still stay good. But yes, it would have been a much better story to come up with a different villain aside from that. That is the biggest problem with this movie. Bringing the Emperor in cheapens 
everything and it pulls yeah. and it pulls so much attention from yeah. everything else in the movie like so like so let's talk about this for a second here too so we talked about like the the just how the story is a fucking mess right it's yeah. a complete disaster and like the everything you said about everything that happens on the planet like yes it was entertaining but in a two and a half hour long movie where you have so much to wrap up i don't need a 30 minute speeder scene i've seen speeder chase scenes before i don't I, need a fucking I don't speeder know. chase I, scene I like it was a that, waste of time i like that everything that happened after that them going to the the planet where the death star was yeah, that was even worse that was terrible them going and and I, like, I know there's so much love and i'm going to get so much hatred for this Babu Freak is a fucking stupid character. He's a fucking <laughs> stupid character. Yeah, Star Wars needs the cute Dude, little character. Yeah, he's dumb. He's dumb. The little droid Dio oh, the was cone dumb. Head. Yeah, the the, the the spy versus spy fucking droid was so <laughs> stupid. It served no point. Lando Calrissian, every single scene that he was in, I hated him in. Right, but. Both of those scenes that happened after, right, where, like, they do the Goonies, like, knife thing. Yeah, right? yeah. They, they go on, they rescue Chewie. Like, all of those scenes, like, you say, like, oh, my God, they have so much that they need to wrap up in two and a half hours. They overbloated this movie with unnecessary story. They could have told all of the same story. Yeah. Like, motherfucking Kylo had the holocron. He had the fucking Wayfinder, right, that, that could lead them to Exegol, right? As a way to be like, hey, like he wants to bring her there anyway. Yeah. Why doesn't Kylo just go to her and be like, listen, I'll take you there. Hey, you want to get there? Good. I'll take you there. Come with me. Look, I've got I know the way. Just follow me. Follow my ship. Because my whole goal is to bring you there anyway. Right? So like, like no, but why his whole goal is happen? to bring her there as an ally because he wants to once again turn on his mentor. Right, because they want to rule the galaxy together. Right? Which again is so like again, I, I can't say enough about how having the emperor there cheapens the entire yeah. story arc of Kylo Ren. Like it still works out just fine in the movie, but think about how he developed in the Last Jedi by killing yeah. Snoke. And like yeah. you know, you think for and a moment, it's like, like he yeah. has this call to the light, and he murders his father yeah. in order to be the dark side, yeah. right? Like, and he has what? such he has such great development. It's like they call him supreme leader at the end of the Last Jedi. Right. Like he is taking his place, and that's in the opening role. Like in, yeah, it is the in opening. Yeah. And now yeah. it's yeah. like, and now all of a sudden it's like, okay, now you're just back to being like the number two bitch boy because the Emperor is here. Like you know, it just completely and then cheapens everything. Freaks out because the Emperor is there, and that's right. why he goes to try and kill the Emperor, right. but then doesn't kill the Emperor. Which is just another big fuck you to the Last Jedi, which why, is like. like I, I wish that in that first scene, he would have just murdered the Emperor. Right, and he would like, never see the Emperor again. You yeah. never saw the... And then he, like, takes all of the Emperor's powers or yeah. whatever, like, through the Sith, whatever. Yeah. You are Literally anything would have been better than having the Emperor. Like, I, I just couldn't, like, look away. Like, so, normally when scenes are, like, when I watch a movie, when scenes are, like, poorly acted, I'm usually okay to just sort of, you know, ignore it because if the story holds up, it doesn't bother me. But that fucking scene... Where Poe, where they were on the uh, the the resistance base, and like everybody's gathered around Poe, and he's basically just like, "Well, guys, the Emperor's back." Yeah, yeah, I know. It's fuck. I was I was confused too. I didn't I didn't see it coming either. But it's in yeah. the screenplay. It's the Emperor's like, back. Like, oh, it's they just fly like, now. Yeah, like, oh, exactly. They fly now. It's just like I guess that's what, what we do now. It's just say, like, oh, they fly now. Why couldn't you just say? Oh my god, it's jet troopers coming at us, right? Like, you should know who they no, are. The like, not that, that, oh, they could fly now. Yeah, that seems trying so to, to solve the problem, which is, and this is something you don't realize until you watch the movie, is that the big three from the new trilogy haven't done a task together. 
They haven't gone on a mission yet. Right. Fan service. So it was just a bunch of fucking fan service. So they need to show them all like joking and, and having a rapport and, and all that. Okay, so before before we get into the conversation about the other characters, we talked a lot about Ray and Kylo Ren, the Emperor. I want to talk about the other characters. First things first. The Popeye's chicken sandwich is highly overrated. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's, thank you. It's delicious. It's Don't good. get me wrong. It highly is delicious. Overrated. But if you were to take off that sauce they put on it mm-hmm. and just eat the chicken sandwich the same way that Chick-fil-A serves it to you, not as good. Chick-fil-A yeah. has a better sandwich. Not as yeah. good. Sorry. Chick-fil-A has a better sandwich. Yeah. The sandwich was delicious. Thank you, uh, intern Stephanie, for getting it for us. <laughs> but the uh, score. Missed it. Um, but the, the sandwich as a whole, not, I'm sorry, overrated. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know why I, people I are literally getting stabbed over the sandwich. Yeah, it's not uh not that great. All right, so back to the characters. Yeah. So just the other main characters, Poe and Finn in particular. Yeah. Let's talk about. Let's start with Poe. Poe had incredible. Actually, let's go from the very beginning. Very beginning. In the Force Awakens, Poe is just he has no character development, which is fine. He doesn't need it in that movie. He's just a hotshot pilot, and he's great as like the hotshot pilot. In the Last Jedi, he has. Really awesome and meaningful character development. And in Rise of Skywalker, he is just hung so far out to dry, and everything that we that he developed in the Rise in our Last Jedi is just completely negated. 100 percent negated. Well, I don't know if it's negated, but he's mostly he's spent the whole movie setting him up to be the leader. You know, it's yeah. all about Leia grooming him to for command to be her successor. And then he gets a chance to succeed her. And, and fails miserably. He does not succeed. He has to be, right saved, has to be saved by, you guessed it, somebody from the original trilogy <laughs> that fans that, will relate to. You can say that was his plan, but you could have had him have a have a different or or larger part in that plan. Like, you know, that's the problem. You know, I know that he was the one who sent Lando to go get everybody. So you can say, oh, that, that was always part of his plan. But, but their whole trip could have been more successful to Exegol. Well, yeah, because yeah. even even though he was, you're right, he was the one that sent Lando to do it. But again, from a character perspective, it's just a bunch of bullshit because it's literally one line of dialogue. Oh, Lando, can you just do me a favor? Go run out. It was, it was like he was sending him out to get it, like on a beer run. He's like, oh, just go, just go out and get like you know seven thousand ships from across the galaxy to come fight the the Empire. Yeah, we'll we'll be good. We'll be like, good. Why couldn't their plan or, or the story be that you know we have been spreading the story of Luke's sacrifice for apparently a year? Wait, a which year is which is why it makes sense that, that yeah, they all show up at the end. That's fine. That makes sense. Which you get that in The Last Jedi. Again, another fuck you to The Last Jedi. Whatever he's doing, you know, you you can talk, you know, you can have a quick little montage because we have time to see a bunch of other bullshit as you were talking about. Yeah, because you could have a quick little montage where you see the kid in the stables and, like, like maybe not quite like in Ocean's Eleven where all the things, like, line up, but where, you know... Where you see a bunch of people telling the story, maybe you, can, you know JJ's good with this type of stuff. You know, you could be, it could almost be a little game of telephone, where like you know, like the little things change here or there. You can make it a bit comedic, yep. And you could really have them talk about how this thing all spread throughout the galaxy. Because that's another thing, you never see more of the galaxy. Like nothing, you're always no. up, nothing. You know, you, you don't get to see the remnants of this or that. No. Like, we yeah. never get to see the New Republic on screen, which is, I think, the biggest. Well, because they got fucking destroyed got in about thirty seconds. Right it was so it unceremonious. Was, yeah. It was, it was so, so bad. Yeah. yeah. But like, yeah. So like, that, that was one of those things. It's like I said from the get go. Like, because they were so intent on sucking fans' dick in this movie by making sure that the whole ad- wacky adventure with the three core characters happened, they yeah. should have taken that that the character development of Poe. His whole purpose in this movie should have been doing what you just said, gathering people from across the galaxy. He should have been doing that from the very 
first scene in the movie. It should have been Lando. It, it should have been, been Lando Pum, and Poe. Or both. Yeah, or both. It exactly. Been them two right. together on the Millennium Falcon, right? Maybe with Chewie as well. Right. And then you put the three of them and you replace Han yeah. with with really with Poe. Because even Lando, right? even Lando's character was fucking cheapened in this movie. Because like, you know, because he shows up, you know, he shows up so in the in, on the scene. yeah, he shows up on the party planet and it's like, oh shit, oh cool, it's Lando. And it's like, hey, you join the resistance. He's like, ah, no, I'm cool, I'm done with that whole thing. And like literally 15 minutes later, after all that other bullshit, he just is just on, he's at the resistance well, base. And he's like, hey guys, what's up? That what Ray said to him, Leia needs pilots. No, it doesn't imply that. Implies, no. How does it imply it? Because, because it just happens. Yes, it implies that you know that made him think about it, and then he came back. That in no way was conveyed in the you you work on movies. You should know that in order to convey that scene properly, you need some sort of acting or emoting to show that he was moved by Ray's words. He literally just goes, "Nah, I'm cool, I'm chill, peace." Like, and then he just shows up. He's like in the shadows. He's like, "Hey guys, you you thought I was dead, but I was just unconscious." (laughs) It's so fucking stupid. And he just seems so outside of the story. Like nothing that was bad that was happening in the story seemed to affect Lando. Like he's all like he seemed like he was drunk the whole time. He probably was. <laughs> he's all smiles. Yeah. This is like he's a great this, weekend for him. He's, he's having yeah. fun. He he's got having fun. He got with some friends. He's getting to see yeah, his old got, friends. He got like, his his Lando, Lando's in on the joke. He's the only one that realizes that there are zero emotional stakes or consequences in this entire movie. Yeah. So he's just yeah. flying around shooting up TIE fighters. Oh, this is great. Yeah. Fucking bullshit. Yeah, no, it was it was so bad. Like, and I just hated everything with him. And like if they like it's so it would have been so easy to make him such a more important character where you have him go through trying to recruit people and then maybe they try and recruit people but then they get to like Sith faithful or Sith universal right and they find themselves and then Lando gets fucking murdered you can kill Lando and have it mean something Here's this expendable character that people can relate to, and you can murder him. You can yeah. kill him off because he's not like you don't want him to come back yeah. for the end of the other movies. Or even he wasn't. It really wasn't like I didn't feel like this was Lando Calrissian. It was Billy D. Williams. It was <laughs> Billy D. Williams. Billy D. Williams was just having a good time being in yeah. Star Wars again. Like he's just and like I can't blame him for that. Like, yeah. he's just having a good time. Like he could have already <laughs> been part of the Resistance. They could like they could have met up with him on the planet, but not because he's a guy who's there. Exactly. And even he through that, met up with him again because. He was sent ahead by whatever, and that would have been so. So therefore, they don't have to tell him to come back to the resistance. It can be like, "We'll meet you back at the base," and then he already. And of course, he had to have the mask. Just I know, yeah, just like in Return of the Jedi. Like, like I was just like that way. You know, it's him. But see, that would have been see that would have been great storytelling if you just already had him as part of the resistance. Like, it would still kind of beg the question of how did he join up with the resistance? But the beauty of that is you don't really need to answer that question because he was part of the rebellion. He just got the call. And he's boom, I'm there. That's what you do. General? Yes. General Calrissian? Exactly. General Calrissian. Well, look at you, a general. I think it was so dumb. Um, so then, uh, uh, oh wait, before we move on to Finn, the other thing I hated about Lando's character yeah. at, the, at the end was when he's talking to the um, the other stormtrooper chick, and oh, it's like, yeah. I swear to you, I thought that when he's like, where are you from? I swear I thought the girl was going to go, I'm from Cloud City. Like, yeah, it's like, oh. Uh, like, like, it, like, oh, let's find out. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. yeah like, it was terrible. Like, definitely was his so daughter. Bad. She's supposed to be his so daughter bad. with a plot point. Yeah, of course. Done. But that's, of course. that's the sign of a bad movie and we talked yes. about it a lot with Batman versus Superman 
is is when you're talking about how oh well you can explain this because what they meant to do is that yeah, is no, the sign yeah, of that like yeah. you don't do that with the guy. But wait, have you, you read don't do that no, with some of the original no, Star Wars? No. Wait, so like I was saying before, you don't have do you, that with Shawshank. Have you read all like, of oh, these? You can infer this. Have so. you read all the interviews from like the people associated with this movie that have come out since then? Like everybody associated with this movie is backsplaining yeah. in one way or another. Like oh, even yeah, even the fucking Emperor Ian McDermott came out and he was like. He's like, yeah, George Lucas told me that the Emperor was fucking dead as a doornail. Yeah. There was no way I was coming yeah, back. And George and then, Lucas himself came out and said, yeah, man, I don't yeah. know. The yeah, Emperor's George, dead. Like, fuck this shit. Yeah. I, I, I ain't getting involved in any of that. Yeah. Um, but it, it's just so, so, so Lando, yeah, moving on to Finn. Yeah. So Lando, yeah, Lando was bad. Um, and I, I think Finn and his whole character could have been done better. Finn would have been awesome if, okay, so you want to turn... You want to keep Ray on the in the light side. You want to turn Ben Solo back to the light side, right? Have Finn turn to the dark side, right? Where he's now discovering that he can use the Force. That he's gonna he's he's force sensitive. Too much for one movie. I think that you could have had the Emperor like implanting in his brain ideas, which apparently he can control a fucking Snoke body from, you know. Hundreds of thousands of light years away, right? And so he can control this Snoke body. So, like, okay, fine. And maybe, well, so no, maybe that's the thing too, because you only see Snoke when he's in the throne room. So maybe that's what it is. And again, I'm just black backsplaining, right? Yeah, it's you like, are, you're, okay, you're Snoke, doing it right now. Snoke is in the throne room, and so the Emperor's like giant contraption thing that he's hooked into the Exegol planet. He literally has right? a hand that goes up Snoke's ass. Yeah, he literally has <laughs> a hand. He's a giant puppet. That's, yeah, that's why Snoke yeah. never gets off the throne. Jim, Hens- Jim Henson is the emperor. <laughs> Snoke, is Snoke just Snoke like is the most intimidating Muppet we've ever seen. Yeah, that's it, man. That's well, it. And that was nothing that was so stupid, too. Like, literally, in the first five minutes, they're just like, I made Snoke. And, then you, and you see the Snoke in the tube, and I'm just yeah. like... So, but th- that was yeah. okay with me, because sometimes I prefer... Like I like that too. I, I like that I too. How, like, and they it was fine. It, they that, that's it. fine. I, I like and I show, wanted the emperor to control Snoke prefer, the whole time. I because that. I prefer show don't tell moments. Yeah. That's, yes. that's what movies are all about. And Absolutely. that was a that was a show don't yeah. tell. Like yeah. when he says I was Snoke, he's not explaining that. But the back to tube or whatever that ends up being of you know these failed. Right. It's very much out of uh, like Alien Resurrection. Yeah. Whatever these these uh, Snoke bodies are. Totally but agree. That I, that I enjoyed. I actually enjoyed the mentioning that. That getting back to Finn, that yeah, he was force sensitive, right? Because because you know there's that's kind of like the what's hinted at in the first one, and that's what you kind of see. He well, they don't say that in the movie, but, but well, but he is. Yeah, he does. No, I know. I mean, yeah, they we all they, they, they they get back, they they get back to yeah. that force sensitive yeah. Finn, which yeah, I and like. he definitely talks about it. He talks about it to the other stormtrooper girl yeah. that's on the uh, the Death Star. Planet. He does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and that's why and he that's says, how you know that that's what he was going to tell Ray when they were sinking in the sand. Just like that's why he says only Leia and I know what she's going through because we're the only force sensitive people. Right. So so that's that that's more of another you know like they're not like explaining it very you know like very clearly but I like it. It's very agree. Yeah. Read in between the lines. You could have had an awesome scene where Finn betrayed somebody like like you kill a main character like Lando or like Chewie and you use Finn to do it. And then all of a sudden he's got the the yellow red eyes, right? And then you see that Finn is now turning to the dark side, and it's like whoa! And it makes we his character so much, so much time more important. Having him like he, you know, because each each one of these characters, for better or for worse, they are representing a a a previous member of the 
of like from the from the first trilogy, right? So so it's been very clear that but are they? Luke, like no, no, really? Raya. I'm sorry, Raya. Raya's Ray. fusion. Finn is the reluctant hero, so therefore he is the Han. Yes, right. He gets dragged into it. He wants to leave during Last Jedi. Yeah, like, all he wanted to do was get off the Star Destroyer. Yeah, he like well, he wanted everybody to wants to go back to Jakku. Too. He keeps yeah. on saying it over and yeah. over again. He just wants to get out of there. Yeah, and he and, and through friendship he gets dragged in. Totally. Right. And then of course you know Poe is is the Leia. He's 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 on team Rebel slash Resistance from the very beginning. Yep. Yeah, like like he is you know. He is, he is a true believer the Which whole is why time. you should have taken Leia's never, position. Never yeah. No, you're absolutely so right. So each one of them fits a different dynamic. So you kind of want all three of them to be together at the end. But, blah, they, blah. but they don't because then Poe is also like the Wedge Antilles. He's the hotshot pilot. And and he's not political. In fact, he's he's very he's very like anti-political because right. he's going against the politics. And what's, what's in it But he has best. to learn to be Leia. Yeah. Like this is very much, you know, like he needs to learn to be Leia. Like... Just in the same way that Ray has to learn to be Luke. Yeah. yeah. Each one of them. But, like, but Ray was like everyone. Ray was the Han. Ray was the Luke. Ray was the Leia. Ray is literally all three characters wrapped into one. And then you have these two other characters that are just, yeah, they're just characters that are there. Right? Like, I thought that Finn was so much better in this movie than he was in Last Jedi. I absolutely thought he was a useless character in Last Jedi, and he was so great in this movie. And I think his acting was better in this movie as well. But Finn is just, like, he he could have done even more. Like, he could have been so much more important. Well, Last Jedi is the best Star Wars movie. And yes. I'm saying that again. That, 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 that is, that, I've said that to you guys I, many I might, times. And, 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 and I, I'll give you, I'll give you you're, second you're best. So I'll give you second and, best. And, and so one of the main... No, no don't listen, no, don't listen to Anthony, because Anthony is the reason why Rise of Skywalker exists. No. People like you are the reason why Rise of Skywalker Jedi exists. Is, Last Jedi is it's not better than Empire Strikes Back. What, what it's I like, just not. What I like it's just not. That doesn't even make sense. To say that is just stupid. Empire Strikes Back is by far, it's not only one of the best, it is the best Star Wars movie, it's one of the best movies, period, of all time. Like, if you don't it's have amazing. Empire Strikes Back in your top 50 movies of all time, just, like, cross-genre, it is one of the best movies of all time. Not I, only best Star Wars, it is by far the best Star Wars movie. It is one of my top 50 movies of all time, it's just yeah. below yeah. last year. <laughs> no, but it's a character study of what it means to be a hero. It tears apart and builds up the idea of what it means to be a hero. Yep. It it tears down Luke in a way that I don't think we will ever see a major company tear down an established yeah. legacy hero. hero. Yeah. Again. Okay. Finn, it talks about something that we deal with our, in our culture a lot now. The idea that between people's past um, coming out, you know, like between Bill Cosby <laughs> or anybody else, we want to get political. The idea in our world today, it's hard to have heroes. Yeah, because it's incredibly be, hard to have be, because so everyone is flawed and people go right to the floor. Where, and, and so Finn is kind of an, an example of that, where he is the he is the Neil Armstrong. He is he is this great resistance figure. Yep. And through Rose, who I think is a great character, Rose is like Terrible the character. almost the fanboy in this world. She's You're misogynistic. A, she's 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 the wide eyed person. We she gets That's to see. Racist. She gets to see her hero, the equivalent, <laughs> the equivalent of Bill Cosby slipping something in the drink, or yeah. whatever it might be. She gets to see the heroic character cheating, somebody getting caught with steroids. Like he is, he is not the hero. Yeah, he, he that's did, right. He That's did, why he should have been he, the villain. He did something heroic, 
And then he gets built up into a symbol because that's what cultures need. That's what wars need to yeah, win. Yeah, you need your symbols. But the choices he made were based out of friendship and selfishness. Yeah. And at the end of the day, he was happy that he defeated the First Order and that he got rid of Starkiller Base. But that wasn't his motivation. That's why just at the end, he doesn't want to defeat yeah. the First Order. He just wanted to bang Ray. What he's Ray. trying to do is he wants to get Ray, his friend, out of there. So it tears Everyone down. Everyone wanted to bang so it's, Ray. So it's, all, it's always about what it means to be a hero. And I, that's why I thought his his yeah. arc was very good. Having Luke. I loved Luke's arc throughout all three movies, actually. I know he had no arc in the first one. Let's say the, the last two. Right. But you had a little bit of his like, history. And, yeah, and people are talking about how the new cool. Luke that, that J.J. establishes again in the Force Ghost, he's smiling and, and all that. Oh, it's a huge fuck you to Last Jedi. I don't think it is. Right. What I think it is, is I think it's the logic, like, because he winks at 3PO. That's right? a good point, yeah. That's a what good it point. is, is that is his story arc. Yeah. He is, yeah. He, he leaves. In death, he realizes. Yeah, in yeah. death, right. In he death, realizes he realizes. Because, and see, that's, and that's, and that's why, why he did that. Yeah. That's so, why he so, did that. So it's, it's, not that, it's not that Ryan's Luke is sad and like JJ's Luke is happy. It's that, is that, even the the JJ Luke from Force Awakens, the guy who goes on an island by himself as the galaxy is literally burning apart, and while his nephew and his and his sister are going through a bunch of shit, and his friend is dying, like, yeah, that guy is a dark character. There's no way you can write the Last Jedi. See, that's with him alone on the island and not have him. Not have him. That's like, one thing maybe, I never. Maybe, maybe you won't go super. I I don't. I know Ryan went super dark with him. You know, not using the Force anymore. And all this stuff, but there's yeah. no way you have a character in exile like that and not have him be disillusioned to a certain extent. Yeah. That's why I never okay. understood people's yeah, hatred of Luke that. and the Last Jedi because it wasn't like Ryan, like you said, Ryan yeah. Johnson did make him maybe a little bit darker than he had to oh, be, but it Luke. wasn't Ryan Johnson's decision to put Luke in exile. Like like you said, he knew that the fucking world was burning. He knew what happened with Kylo Ren. He was in exile. Yeah. What did people expect his character to be? That like Ray was gonna show up, show him the lightsaber, and be like, oh yeah, I forgot, I'm a superhero. I gotta get back into the Yoda action. Is. Like you know, what is a jackass? Yeah, totally. Yoda was waiting for this, whereas yeah. Luke was not winning for Ray. Yoda and Ben are also dark characters in their exile, right? I mean, yes. I, know, I know they have more of a yeah. purpose yeah. because there's this overall plan because yeah. they have, you know, they have the Skywalker. Yeah, I mean, waiting. Yoda does the same exact they're thing. Dark. That's that's 100% they true. Are, that's are, a really good point. Yeah. I mean, Yoda, both Yoda and You're Obi-Wan just realizing that point now. do both of the exact same thing. It yeah. just means more mm-hmm. to you as a viewer because yeah. you don't know who... Ben or Yoda were. I just want to point out. I just want to point out that this jabroni asshole sitting across <laughs> the table from me. I have made the point about Yoda in our numerous conversations about the Last Jedi, and all I hear in response is, "But Luke had a blue lightsaber." <laughs> blah, 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 blah. The Last Jedi sucked. The Last Jedi did suck. I, I fucking hate you. No, actually, it, was, it didn't suck. It was way better than Rise of Skywalker. I'll yes. give you that. You know, I, I actually liked it a lot better. The and, fucking and poop I cooked this morning was better than Rise of Skywalker. You can tell that they sat down and yeah. they were like. This is where the character's going to be at the end of the movie. Yeah. These are the problems yeah. they're going to get into. And, yeah. And you can tell that he had a real clear idea of each one of these characters, that this is who Luke was. And at the end, yeah. that that wink he gives to C-3PO, that is happy Luke again. Yeah, yeah. he no, is. It, yeah. That is, yeah. you know, and like... Yeah. And he's not the, actually there, but you know. But it's cool. still a heroic moment yeah. where, and like that's why people he are redeems himself. And that, he redeems himself, that's and that's why he dies because, like as you said before, he had pretty much stopped using the Force when he was in exile, mm-hmm. and so to, to the to 
to project himself across the galaxy in such a perfect way well, like, that and, literally drains his and, life force. And they well, set and that up with a lot of Dalagar in and, the movie where and, he goes, you can't be connecting us. Right. The, the power and it's the you. first Jedi right, exactly. temple and, yeah. and very yeah. similar to the with the Emperor and the way that he can control right. Snow yeah. from thousands of light years yeah. away. The reason that Luke was able to do that was because he was in that one seat of, yep. of essentially like force, like whatever. Right. Like, and that's it's, why he dies. Like the the ultimate force yeah. like location or whatever. And here's what's interesting too about the, the Last Jedi and you can argue that it's heavy handed and, and I can admit that a little bit but it's it's very rare that you have a movie that talks what talks about what it's actual thesis is in dialogue very clearly. Yeah. Like this is not yeah. going to end the way you think it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, let the past die. Yes. Uh, yeah. No I mean th- that movie talks about it's you know, like like it's it's central thesis over and yeah. over again. And my favorite part is like people the criticism people is people always pick the dumbest thing. They're always like, Oh, remember when Lou drank the blue milk? Yeah, and it was a 0.5 second scene. It had no bearing on the story whatsoever. Remember when Leia floated in space? Like, okay, yeah, kind of like kind of dumb. 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 But again, from a story perspective, it it, it absolutely has no bearing on the story. That was just his choice of how he made Leia survive. The the giant monster titty milk was, like, ridiculous. Right, but my point is, though, but exactly, but my point is, though, that, like, fanboys, fanboys point to that as the reason why The Last Jedi was bad. And I'm like, so you mean to tell me a .5 second scene that has no bearing on any character arc or any plot point is the reason why the entire movie is bad? Can you think of anything less heroic than him drinking milk from a manatee. <laughs> like, that's what they're trying to do. It's heavy-handed, but what they're trying to do is they're tearing so they're tearing down the idea of myths and, yeah. and, and all that. That's no, like, I'm with you. You don't need to convince me. I love it. so good. I mean... Empire's yeah. still my favorite, but Last Jedi's number two. You don't need to convince yeah. me, man. Last Jedi is fucking incredible. You know, the, the Yoda line, they are what we grow beyond. Yeah. Or we are what they grow yeah, beyond. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's... They... And I don't think the Yoda scene was awesome. I don't think and, like, yeah, the Yoda scene was badass. And like understanding that like that's why. And again, you could say like okay, that's why Force Ghosts. Because again, I think that what happened both in Last Jedi as well as in Rise of Skywalker, to your point, Matt, it cheapens death in the movies, right? Because like you never saw Obi Wan's ghost doing anything other than being a ghost and providing like like influence, right? Right. You never see like what Luke lifting the 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 X-wing out of the water as a force goes. See, that was I think the one time this movie actually made a nod to the Last Jedi because the Last Jedi is the first time we really see, see Force Ghost right. interacting no, with the, the living the, world. The, the, Wait, I think, which I, I think thought JJ was a, had nothing but respect for the Last Jedi. Yeah, but I no, I mean literally. Well, how can you say that? She went back to the island. She went back to the island. So so they're doing that. No, I think I think I think they had a lot of nods to that that. Everything about the beads and the helmet and everything yeah, that going was from the last Jedi world that was coming from the, the smallest thing in the last Jedi, which is when they are talking. There's a storm on the island. At the end of their conversation, uh, Ben is wet. Kylo Ren is is wet, right? And right. and like he has the mist from from the sea. So therefore, if that can travel, you can you can tell. Like I don't know if that was something that like J like JJ was like picked up or somebody else picked up, and I don't know how important Ryan knew that would be. But you can tell that they picked up on this little thing that, okay, if, because, you know, like, once once you open up the dam, then it all, right, so if a little bit of water can travel, then, oh, it could be right. anything. Right. Yeah, and no, then, I, and I love that. Okay. I absolutely okay. love all that part. And, like, and I love 
the uh, like I said, the, one of my favorite scenes in Rise of Skywalker was when Luke pulled the X-wing out because not only was it a cool a callback to the Last Jedi in a way, it was an excellent callback to Empire, Empire Strikes Back, back which right. was like you know, yeah, and, and it was course, an original X-wing, and, like. and of course, like when R two is like, uh, Luke Skywalker is coming, he's like, what? And yeah. then they realize that it's Red Five. Which yeah. Is, yeah, I mean, it was just awesome. Like that was so cool. Like, yeah. I love that. Absolutely love that. Right. And, and, you know, again, backsplaining a little bit, the reason that maybe force ghosts are able to affect the real world is because they're on that one, you know, main Jedi planet. Right. It could be. Yeah. Right. But and I, that's I, where I, like the, okay with the most amount. Of, See, I like, also just uh, look at it as a way of the, like, so from day forces. one, the force has been like a deus ex machina kind right, of thing. Of course. And it wasn't until we got that bullshit metachlorian thing that we ever really got any true explanation the of like, the, exactly. Unclear. Right. No, exactly. Right. Some sort of which whatever. is why, yeah. which is why it's so great in the last year. Which is why, like you know, a lot of people complained about the fact. Like again, I thought it like was I didn't like from a narrative perspective. I didn't like Leia floating through space and saving herself. Nope. But from a question of how can people actually use the Force. I'm totally fine with it from a narrative perspective because there are no hard and fast rules for how you can use the force. But also, I mean, so it's like know, it was cool. Die, you don't die automatically as soon as you get sucked into this. Well, yeah, of right. course, right? And and then more importantly, they showed that she trained under Luke. Yes, which, which that, that I loved. Awesome that was an awesome. Scene. That, that, that scene great. itself was absolutely incredible. Yeah, even though it was all CGI, like that, it was that, badass. That was like one of the coolest things. Have had. It shows yeah. you what we could have had. had. Yeah. And it's like, very you want, frustrating. You, you know, and I, I think Force Awakens would have been ten times better. I just wanted to open up on a New Republic ship with some, yeah. with, with some sort of Jedi. Yeah. Have them doing something and then have that ship arrive and then be destroyed by the Starkiller base. Then, because then you care about the people that die. Like, the, you don't know what's going on. You don't see it die. Yeah. You, know, like, you don't see anybody in particular die. Like, it, it doesn't seem important. I would have loved to have seen the New Republic in yeah, that's why. Yeah. And that's the thing I think that this trilogy made yeah. a mistake from the get-go. Yeah. I think doing the doing the First Order as a big bad, and which is essentially just a rehash of the fucking Empire. Yeah, that's all and, and instead of having all of that stuff that they just explained to you in The Force Awakens yeah. about Luke's Jedi school and Kylo Ren, that should have been the trilogy. Right. Like, episode one of this new trilogy should have been um, Luke's Jedi school getting burned down by Kylo Ren and the Knights 100%. of Ren. That should have been episode that, one. That and then, like, you know. That second scene yeah. where, when Ray picks up the lightsaber, that should have been the whole, whole movie. movie. Yeah. We never saw. That was, I, that, that, yeah, I never like, saw I, it. I still, like, and the animated series. Can't wait for the animated series. Come on, come on, we gotta get it. You know, I mean, no, I know, as yeah. great as those those sequences are gonna be, you know, it's it's different when it's... When well, yeah, they, they fill in the plot holes. We've seen huh. the New Republic more in uh, this Resistance TV show. Right. And I still think my second favorite lightsaber battle in all of Star Wars is from the Clone Wars when Darth Maul is killed for the second time. Um, but, yes, you know, by an older Obi Wan. I think yeah. that's still that, and, and like as great as that scene is, that's in how, Rebels. How great would that yeah, have it's been? In that's in Rebels. Rebels, yeah, right. Yes, yeah, but yeah, but yes, yeah. yeah. incredible, absolutely incredible. Yeah. yeah. Um. Wait. So back to Finn, real quick. You never finished Finn's uh, yeah. shitty character development in this movie, and so the one I, thing again, the, I think he's way better in this movie than he was in Last Jedi. See, I, I would say it's equal. It's just different types he's just of like a bumbling idiot in Last Jedi. Well, no. Yes. He, I like that. Yeah, because it's because he's a because bumbling idiot in Force Awakens too. He's a bumbling idiot in Force Awakens. So yes, he does. <laughs> he does get more. Then how can you like? It? Yeah, I mean, because then uh, then he he's completely different in this. Well, because now he's Force sensitive. Right, but see, he was always Force sensitive. The reason why. So let me let me rephrase that. It's not so much I don't like his character development. 
I didn't like the choices that they made by not exploring things they should have with this character because Finn got so the one the one thing I did not like about the Last Jedi was the fact that Finn was cheated out of really good character development um, with him and Phasma because Phasma was a nothing character in Force Awakens. She was she was like this generation's Boba Fett. She looks really badass, does nothing right, and then you see you don't see her again until like pretty much the end of the movie in the Last Jedi, and like it should have instead of Phasma dying in uh the last jedi she should have survived and continued that conflict and expanded on that conflict between finn and phasma because there was like a hint of that in the force awakens that should have been his main arc and they touch on it a little bit when he meets the the stormtrooper brigade or whatever and i thought it was such a cool story point when finn was like oh you mean like there were other people like me that like you know sort of woke up, broke the programming, and mutinied? And she's like, "Yeah, there's a fucking shit ton of us." Like that was really cool. And then nothing happened with it. Yeah. They show up for the final battle, but you don't explore anything more about it. that. To me, was just like it was like a moment of hope that was just completely shit on and taken away from us. Like can we that's talk, what they should have done. Can we talk about Finn's last battle and the assault where he rides <laughs> oh, a fucking horse? On a star destroyer. Wait, I'm gonna he be rides, fit, I'm gonna be fit in the right thing, right? That's an awesome idea. Like, like you can see, like, like you can you know, no, it's, it wasn't well idea. done, but you can see, like, in a room of writers, like six six months before the movie's yeah. made, they're like, you know, they're drinking beers, like we are. They're just yeah. like, what would be really cool? I don't. What if they were like riding horse on a star destroyer? You can see it's like a that's a oh, cool idea. Yeah, yeah. You so can see cool. how it gets up on the board. Yeah, <laughs> but then you're right. The whole thing falls apart. Like, if it wasn't on this, that as an idea, star destroyer, yeah. like, they're just throwing can, things at the wall. Yeah, <laughs> it can it can tilt on like just twenty degrees. Yeah. That's all it has to do. If it Not wasn't even a lot, it just needs to tilt. A little bit. Yeah. And literally every single one, it's floating in the fucking air. It can tilt. And literally every single fucking person that was charging on that Star Destroyer would have just fallen off. Yeah, if, if it just wasn't on the side of a Star Destroyer, the idea of them charging on whatever that animal was instead of spear bikes would have been really cool. Or just, you know, but, how about one line of dialogue? Thank God we created the uh, the magnetic hooves. You know, thank God we created magnetic horseshoes, right? And, like, then, then it makes sense. And, okay, then if it was, like... You know, even if it was to turn over, then like it if was they so had magnetic bad. boots on, like it was so stupid. Why, like, oh, so bad. It was so bad. It was so bad. That yeah. whole ending scene. No, I know that you didn't like the emperor and his super overwhelming power when he force electrocuted the entire like that, that was dumb thing. That like, was dumb. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. No, I that was, was so, so stupid. Cool. Did he just get that power from them? Well, yeah, they implied Correct. that he sucked it from so, them and became so then, supercharged. Yeah. So then he somehow briefly became even more powerful than he was before. Than he Correct. was like, ever. Correct. Correct. Yes. Correct. That was so Right, yeah. all by like so a blast, right? So yeah. again, the way I am that, Iron Man. Right, the way that I think about it is very much like a Dragon Ball Z villain, right? Where think of it like King Piccolo. When King Piccolo wished himself to be younger, and then he had all of the power and knowledge that he had had up until his older age, but then gets the body of a younger person. So now he's like infinitely more powerful than he was when he was even an old man, right? right? Backsplaining, yep, okay. So that's exactly what happened. He sucks the life. That's why he doesn't need to be attached to the machine anymore. Well, yeah, so it was a healing factor. That that made a lot of sense. he sucks out the life. But when he sucks the life out of them, how come they didn't fucking die? So, (laughs) yeah. So so I'm not saying... So I'm not saying that it doesn't make sense that he could do that. 
I'm just saying it was dumb because, again, from a story perspective, he sucks the life out of them. I it was awesome. and he that sucked his was, brains out, dude, and then, but he literally, but again, it, served, it was, was it was so one of those. Awesome. I love that. Scene. But it was just it was just a cheap fucking moment because Especially he because zaps all of the ships, and you have that one scene where Poe's like, "Oh shit, I lost power!" And thirty seconds later, "Oh, power's back!" Like yeah. it was just it was so fucking. There's no point there was, to even do it. Nothing is my point. happened because of it. That's what I'm saying. There's no reason was, to do it. That yeah, was the annoying part. And it yeah. was just a cool scene. Yeah, exactly. Like, but you knew if, that it was a Zack Snyder moment is what if, that was. If, if there were all of a sudden ships that were just exploding left and right, like bam, bam, yes. bam, 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 bam. It had bam, no bam. consequence. Like, if that would have been why awesome. Lando died. If that's what they were going But the thing is, still would have been you amazing. Know, you knew from the moment that you saw you know, the Emperor look better, you knew that, all right, well, the movie's almost over. Like, he's going to have yeah. it for like five minutes. Yeah, five seconds, like, yeah. Like, it would have been... It would have been more of a thing if that would have happened earlier. Right. The whole timeline for this thing doesn't make sense. No, you know? none of it makes sense. None of it makes sense. This would have been good if this, like, how good would that have been if that was the bad ending, like, Empire Strikes Back? Ugh. Like, like yeah. a movie yeah. earlier. Yeah. yeah. It would have ended with him getting all the power back and yeah. whatever. Yeah. And becoming, or, like, like the, the big bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. that was like, the that was the other thing we said. This movie should have yeah. been two movies. Yeah. They should have made it two movies, you know? Yeah. Like, and then the other thing that we were totally robbed of also was, again, when when you see, when Kylo Ren shows up on Exegol, right, and he's Ben Solo. And that whole beginning and, scene was and awesome. And he gets the, and he gets the lightsaber, right? Uh, oh, Ray right, teleports yeah. him the lightsaber. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? And, and, he fucking, and he fucking beats the shit out of the yeah. Knights of Ren, right? And then you get that awesome scene where him and Ray square up. They both have the blue yeah. lightsabers. And, like, yeah. nothing happens. Nothing happens, and it was so fucking bad. That should have been yeah. that should have been a rehash of the throne room fight but scene. Could, but I think JJ knew that he couldn't meet that. Like the the throne room between. But why the, he could have just between or, or. the Flash Gordon visuals, the red walls, how awesome that fight sequence is. But you just want to see them fight the together. Guard, yeah. called. That sequence is yeah. so good, and then what they do is they kind of do a rehash of that. You just want to see them fight together, red, though, which make no sense. It's implied no. that they're former students of Luke, but that's never confirmed. Yeah. They don't use lightsabers. Why? They don't appear to be Force-sensitive. Yeah. Nothing about them makes sense. Yeah. Are the Knights of Ren an established thing? Who are thing? the Knights of Ren? They are they never, an established thing, or are they something that, it, that was created for Who is this? Ren? Who is Ren? What Why is, are they yeah, Knights of no Ren? Who line. is Ren? They, they should have they they made them like Sith Inquisitors. That's what they should have yeah. done. You know? Yeah, I mean... It, <laughs> It's like there was so much that like could have been explained. Oh, and yeah, I know that they have explained it in like books, and now they have the encyclopedia. But you the shouldn't visual need to, right? You shouldn't need to backsplain it and be like, oh, yeah. now I need all of these reference points yeah, to like understand so this. Dumb. And the scene where Ray has the two lightsabers. Okay, fine. Have the two lightsabers, and you're you're gonna blast and kill the Emperor, like reflecting right. the lightning back at him. Okay, yep. that's a fine scene. The only the thing that they could have done so easily, rather than just having Ray hear the voices of all of the Jedi before, have a scene where you see all of those Force ghosts behind her. Right? Yeah, you could have had live action Ahsoka. Yeah, you could have had live action Samuel L. Jackson there too as Mace Windu. You know, Qui Gon Jinn could have been there. Liam Neeson, right? You could have had Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan Kenobi, right? And you have them all like behind her, like pushing forward, right? And just, yeah. like, just with their hands out. Just for, like, a 10-second scene. Him. You could have had Dooku. You could have had Darth Maul. You could have had... Wow, that would have been cool, too. Yeah, yeah. Right? He's got he's got the power of all the Sith, and it was right. just like, oh, God, it was had, so... Like, people who look like Darth Raven and all these it other was, characters. Yeah. Like, because, like, you know, you would have had to made up random... 
it was just pulled from Vegas the Y. It was just taken directly from Avengers Endgame. I am all of the Sith. And I'm Iron Man. That, I think like, that was the most unforgivable part of Rise of Skywalker. It was so cringy. It was just the cringy dialogue that was just obviously there to be like, huh, huh, we said it. It was so bad. Yeah. It was like, hey, guys, hey, guys, look, look, we said it. I know, oh, yeah. isn't that so cool? Oh, rise, Ray, rise, rise, right? The and then in the voice of Anakin Skywalker, bring balance to the force like I did. <laughs> Murdered everyone. <laughs> like, they want Ray to go kill a bunch of kids. Yeah, yeah exactly. Is that like, what you're trying to do? Like, By I mean, the way, no he sense. did that. I'm gonna balance the shit out of the force. He did it with that lightsaber. Yeah, I know. That's that's the other. Thing. Wait, oh yeah. So back to the lightsaber. Yeah. Okay. So where is Luke's lightsaber? So this is one where of those is things. My fucking green lightsaber, dude. This where is, is it? this it's is one stupid. of those things that I've already seen people try to backsplain because one of the most powerful moments, both physically and metaphorically speaking, in the Last Jedi, is when they destroy Anakin's lightsaber. Yeah, but they okay. it was. So show cool. you and it at the end of the movie. She's holding it. The two parts. She's holding the two parts. You see the kyber crystal. Yeah, the and broken, Leia says, it's a broken we, and Leia kyber says, we have all we need. When you see something like that, it's like Chekhov's gun. Like, you know that, oh, she's going to put it back together. They yeah. wouldn't have shown you the two parts I didn't like if it. they weren't going to put it back together. I didn't like that they put it back together. They should have had Rey make her own lightsaber from the very beginning. Yeah. She should have had her own lightsaber just like Luke did. Right. In she was training Jedi. with Leia at the beginning. Right. And she was training no, with Leia. I love. I liked how they called her master. I loved how she called her master. I loved that she's reading the Jedi texts. It was awesome. She's learning how to do it. She obviously had to learn how to create her own lightsaber because right. she had to put the other lightsaber back together. And established why that did, something that Jedi had to do towards the Why not? Training. If you're going to give her a yellow lightsaber like you see at the end of the movie, why not just give it to her from the I, beginning? Yeah. I think it's all about it should have been having there from the Ben beginning. Solo use that lightsaber, even if it's only for, for a tiny time. See, and, and, and I agree with you, but the fact that they introduced Leia's uh, lightsaber, it, it would have been just as powerful to have him use his mother's oh, lightsaber as no. it is his grandfather's lightsaber. Just, just have Kylo use his own lightsaber that was awesome. The red lightsaber, like who cares? I liked him having well, using the blue... The, yeah, I like him having the blue lightsaber. That and, was cool. And the whole thing, too, is that like you need to corrupt a... Jedi Kyber crystal to make it red. Correct. Right. Correct. So and the reason could, the know. reason that yeah. Kylo's was crackly and it looked like it did was because his Kyber crystal was was broken. Yeah. Right. Like his, Which they his, never really explained. They never explained. They only explain it in the encyclopedia. Right. You got to read the encyclopedia. Yeah. Rah, Which rah, is rah, not rah. the way movies should work. No. Right. No. Why do you have like, like okay. so retarded? So so let's let's talk about this. Obviously, there's a lot to like, a lot not to like. If you could create a special edition of the entire sequel trilogy, right, for each movie, right, and add five minutes of footage to each movie to be able to make it better, right? What so you mean you... not change the entire sequel trilogy, just the movies as they are add five minutes? Yeah, and just add certain scenes well, to try I already and make know the right movie off the bat. So better. Force Awakens, it begins with some sort of sequence on a New Republic ship, seeing the New Republic fleet in all its glory, introduce some sort of character who maybe is somebody you know. Maybe somebody who's a, who's like a, a, an established actor, somebody really yeah. good. Yep. I would have I would have them uh, maybe working to get a message to the resistance. Maybe that sets up the whole chain of events that leads to Jakku. Yep. And 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 then you see that ship again being killed by Starkiller Base. So so it more clearly establishes yep. what happens when Starkiller Base destroys Hosnian Prime. But more importantly, you get the payoff if only for a few minutes. 
of a ship of the New Republic in all its glory. Yep. And it would be a great you know, it would be a great twist because you know you establish some guy right off the bat. You know, like maybe he has a name that you know, Antilles. Yep. is his last yes. name. That's that's you know, that, has, I would have loved that. He, he has, you know, like, so right off the bat, you're like, oh, this is great. You know, like you, you're reading into it. So I think that would be it for Last Jedi. It's the best Star Wars movie ever. So I don't know how you how you could uh, improve it. Um, maybe have more. I never of a, thought you were a dumb. Maybe have more this. of a training montage on. Um, you know, with Luke and Ray, but I, w- I wouldn't really change that much of that movie. Maybe I would take away five minutes from Canto Bite. Yeah, yeah. Um, ma- you know, maybe there would be less of the casino. Yeah. But um, I wouldn't change much about that for this for this new movie. I would I would not so much add five minutes as I would add two more hours. <laughs> add a whole just, other movie. I would just I think we would just eliminate the sixteen hour clock, and then I would add a yeah. sequence where. The fighters and the tentative four, when when they go yeah. one yeah. way and Lando goes the other, I would have some sort of scene in there that makes the passage of time work better. So like they're going somewhere, and then they're going to Exegol, or the the Millennium Falcon leaves early. Whatever happens, so that way they don't get to the planet and fight a battle for five minutes in the same time that Lando. Creates the largest yep. army that yep. the galaxy yeah. has ever seen. Yep. But it's just or, people. Armada, no, yeah. you know, just so here's like putting a call yeah. out. So I would add Force Awakens. This for me is a no-brainer. I would add a scene where you see or heavily imply the goddamn fucking emperor, and they imply yep. take it from the Thrawn trilogy, the clone of or wherever the clone of the emperor was the Thrawn. Yeah, wherever the the emperor did clones in the original expanded universe. You 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 yep. clearly establish or strongly hint at the fact that Snoke is a clone of the emperor yeah. and yes. his plan the whole time. Because then for me that brings I never I never believed the first order just as a bad guy in general because it's exactly like the fucking empire. Yeah. But if you have the emperor from the get go showing um that he's that his master plan all along was to clone himself. You know or or there is no actual emperor. It's already a clone of the emperor. Like the, the emperor's body is gone, and his clone has been activated. Something like that to show his plot in motion. That, for me, would not only establish a better villain from the get-go, it also explains kind of where the where the fuck the First Order comes from and why they're exactly like the goddamn Empire. And you can do that so, subtly. You can have exactly. Snoke, you even can have Snoke say we. Yeah, we, exactly. Or, you know... Yeah. Like, so I would add. So I would add that in the Force Awakens. Uh, in the Last Jedi, I agree. There's not much I would add to it. The only thing I would probably add is I would actually add. I would actually add more to the Canto uh, uh, Casino scene, but not more of what they gave you. I would add more of a scene where they're either interacting with like the children or like something more because as much as I love the scene where the kid gets the broom, you know, yeah. and it's like it, it implying that other people aside from fucking Skywalkers can use the force. Right. I would have just added a little bit more to that scene just to like really drive it home because some people felt it was like cheapened, which I, I agree even though as much as I liked it, I would have added more to that. Um, and then the rise you of... You have it in other places. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there. exactly. You don't have... Have them telling the story and then having the story exactly show it throughout something like that yeah. yeah and then Rise of Skywalker yeah I mean aside from like just redoing the entire movie I would just add I would add a scene where the moment you see uh, Luke uh, not Luke uh, uh, Kylo and uh, uh, Ray ignite their lightsabers and they're ready to like fight the Emperor instead of all the bullshit that happened I would have all of those Sith ghosts or whatever they were like fucking 
corporalite or what's the word? Yeah, yeah like corporalite. Yeah. You know the word. Yeah. yeah, no, no, like yeah, like they become yeah. like physical though, and yeah. have just one big badass fight scene with Ray and Ben side by side, just murking a bunch of fucking Sith assholes before yeah. the final fight with the Emperor. That would have just been that would have made the whole final fight so much better for me. It's unclear yeah. what those people are. Are they because spirits? They I think. Them, some of them. No. The ones no. in the audience? Like, yeah, and then, and then, and no, no, because yeah. some of them are seen in the earlier scene with um, Kylo Ren. Oh, that's they're true. They're like toiling the, and shit. So, yeah. so they're corporeal, I think is the word you're Corpor- like. Corporeal, thank yes. you. So, I was trying like corporal or the corporeal, so, thank you. Jesus. Yeah, so it's unclear what, they, are they just the residents of this planet? Yeah, yeah and, they're, they're, they're the Sith yeah. Universal or whatever, the Sith Faithful. But they conveniently all combined in one. So I'm... Us, they were easy to if, my if head was, hurts trying if, to figure out. If I was going to do a, a special edition, I would very much do um, almost exactly like you said, Ed. I, I, would, I would have it start out with either on the ship itself for the New Republic or you have a scene on Coruscant, right? You have it on Coruscant where you have the New Republic that's there, and you Senate do chamber, anything, yeah, something really. Just, inside yeah. a Senate chamber, right? And you have a scene with Leia, or maybe not Leia, or just talking about how Leia was it was uh, expelled from, because that's why she created the Resistance, right? And like have them there, and just show a scene where they're on their planet. I think that would be great. Um, in uh, uh, in Force Awakens as well, uh, I think that you could have. Definitely some other kind of of scene where you see Poe get away. Because, like, seeing him and you're like, oh, the thing explodes. And then seeing him just show up later was really stupid. Yeah. Um, like, if you were able to see him get away but then not understand, like, and then have Finn not understand that he got away, okay, I would like that much better. Um, definitely have the old guy in the beginning who has the, the key to Skywalker make that Wedge Antilles 100%. That would have been so much better. Um, and it would have tied into everything much, much better. It would better. have made that death mean something. Yeah, it would have made it mean know. something. It would have been so much also, better. Also, what it, it, was that? Both trilogies would have begun with have, Antilles Have dying. Kylo always wearing the hood up when he's wearing the fucking helmet. Yeah. Like, he looks so badass when he has the helmet and the hood up. Never have him take that out. And then having a, just expand on the, the scene where li- when Rey grabs the lightsaber, expand on the scene of what she's seeing with, like, the temple being destroyed. Have a scene where you're actually seeing the Knights of Ren and Kylo destroying that whole temple. But right? only because we never got to see it in the, ne- in the next yeah. scene. Right. Yeah. And, then, and then other than that, I would have I kept it the same. Even with Luke Skywalker only showing up and not saying anything at the end, I thought that was really, really cool. The Starkiller base I hated, but it would have been better. Um, everything with General Hux I hated. Hated, but that's just another thing. So going into Last Jedi, something that I would definitely change, uh, having the fucking green lightsaber there, definitely have it. It makes no sense that it's not there, l- let alone the, the fact that it was broken. It doesn't make any sense that it wasn't there. Anyway, so um, then have that and then having it, having seeing actual people, like you see the little kids and they're playing with the action figures and they're telling the story of who Luke Skywalker is. See more of that. Right, see more of that, but then at the very, very end, then you see a scene with the Emperor, right? And the Emperor is there after Snoke dies, right? And you see an Emperor, like a scene with the Emperor, and he's on the machine, right? And you see that he's really the bad guy behind it the whole time, and that's the way that you close that movie, right? Okay, and then in Rise of Skywalker, there's so much that I would change. (laughs) It's so hard, but there's so much that I would change. I would, I would, I would 100% cut out the whole. 
the, the finding the dagger and just the, like like that was so stupid and then healing the snake and so the snake doesn't eat them like what like what like that doesn't couldn't even make any sense couldn't she just be called to the dagger couldn't not she use just the chop the thing? fucking thing's like, head off she yeah. has she has this connection <laughs> to the force she could just oh. be called to she could just be Kylo had the Colocron. Why? And then why would she like add a scene where you have Leia's dialogue yeah. where Leia is actually telling Ray not to kill Kylo, right? To heal him, right? Okay, fine. That's why she heals him after she stabs him, right? I like, love I love when she pulls out the dagger and pulls the thing out. It's so good. And she's on the Death Star and she's like Oh, oh yeah, there it is. There it is. It's right yeah, there. there. Oh, and, you, yeah. and you're just like, what? Look at this. Like, it how, fucking sense. Yeah, like how is that? It's like so the Death thing? Star had to break apart and fall in you just see that the position. A stupid thing. It At least was, that thing makes sense. No, yeah. it's not. The future, they knew it would no. fall in that way. The whole thing is stupid. Yeah, yeah. The whole that's thing not is the reason. Yeah. So <laughs> the whole dumb. thing is dumb. So dumb. The whole thing is dumb. And then at the end, I definitely would have had. Um, I, I definitely would have had. I would have had Ray have a, a yellow lightsaber the whole time, just digitally yeah. redo just it. Not just, yeah. just not Anakin's. It's not Anakin's. Not have Anakin's lightsaber. Her lightsaber was awesome. Obviously, it's yeah, going to be a good selling toy. And then, but having it be made out of the staff and yeah, the different trigger. Yeah, all yeah, the different I, I just I loved how I was talking to somebody the other day. I think it was in the Rotten Tomatoes Fantasy League, and they were like, I don't understand why they showed Ray ignite her lightsaber. I was like, uh, toy sales, bro. Yeah, yeah toy, sa like, toy sales. Because obviously, from a story perspective, why would you just stand there in the middle of the desert and go, I bet you if you go to Galaxy Edge right now, you can buy one. Yeah. Definitely. Like you're gonna be able to like we're gonna get a sequel trilogy. Mm -hmm. And in my opinion, Ryan like Johnson, I'm gonna Ryan call Johnson, it Ryan I'm gonna Johnson. call it right now the sequel trilogy, Finn turns to the dark side. That's like uh, like I like I, I see that coming a fucking million be, miles that would away. Be great because they could Finn because turns you to could dark finally side. get to see a new Jedi temple, a new Jedi order, if you will. Which would be awesome. You know, I think can, it would be so you, cool. You, and you, you have you Ray build up so many different things. Yeah, and Ray is leading a new Jedi order. Yeah. See, here's and, what and I want from Finn, the sequel trilogy. Finn turns back. I only want one thing from the sequel trilogy. Not the goddamn Empire. Yeah. Like we've done the yes. Empire now. Yeah. We've done oh wait, oh my god, wait, guys. We skipped over the cringiest part in the entire movie. Wow. And the Emperor is like, rise, my last, or final order, whatever we call it. Oh, the, the last order. order. Yeah, the final oh. order. I was like, oh, yeah. God. Couldn't it have been just like order 99 or like <laughs> execute order 66? It was so terrible. It yeah, was like the, final <laughs> so bad. Yeah, the final order. The final order. And they had order. that in the, the. Don't they have that in the uh, in the opening scroll? They they use. Or the even just call it something. Call something else. Call it the new order, right? Like rise to my new. It's order. the goddamn empire. Those are empire star destroyers. They're literally yeah. old empire star destroyers. Yes. They shouldn't have had people manning them. It should have been droids. Yeah. And it should have been oh. all old battle droids. Now you right. wrap in from the prequels. Yeah. You have all battle droids. It's no real people that are on yeah. them. And for it's fuck's just sake, the Emperor controlling. Can we stop destroying planets? Yeah. Every <laughs> single one of those star destroyers having a planet-killing <laughs> weapon on it, it was, was so, so dumb. dumb. And when they kill, you want to talk about no emotional stakes whatsoever? When they used it to blow up that one planet where the the chick was on, anything. it meant nothing. And again, another fake death because she yeah. shows up in yes. the fighter thing yes. afterwards, like, oh, I'm and, here. And and yeah. she's in a fighter with the little dude, Boba Yeah, yeah. Boba yeah. why is Boba Frick there? <laughs> so not even like, that dude died. Like, so stupid. What, do you got to hack Frick. a droid while you're on that fucking ship? <laughs> yeah, Are you kidding me? Oh, he was so bad. No, and, I hated and Boba And again, the scene... She couldn't leave without the pin, yeah. but she gave yeah. the pin to him. And then the scene with C-3PO I thought was so powerful, and he was like, what are you looking at? Like, 
I'm looking at my friends for the last time. Like, whatever he says. Yeah. And then, another fake death. Exactly. Yeah. And then a half hour yeah, later, yeah, R2-D2 yeah. is like, oh, wait, I got his shit backed up. Don't worry. Boop. Like, yeah. I was... Oh. No, okay, and here's two things. So, first off, I thought that was a that was a wasted opportunity. They, they should have had C-3PO's memory be backed up all the way the beginning yes because yes. like where is it because at the oh. end of right at the end this of is the third time he's had his mind wiped yeah he has his mind wiped yeah by a uh, bail organa so right. how great would have been if like r2 just had everything in there yeah and it goes was, all like, the way back gave it all to him that would have been a cool bit like he could have like been you know mentioning something from the clone wars yeah. but here's a great plot point if you're talking about another t- sequel i love how i love how we both hate this movie and we want to have seven more <laughs> 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 But here's what I would like if yeah, they did do true, a sequel trilogy. Oh, what else are we going to podcast about? Yeah. But I I would love to talk about almost like a non-proliferation type storyline. I would love to talk about... So this technology now exists that's actually really tiny Death Stars. Right? Yeah. yeah, so this, yeah. Is, this is a terrifying problem. This is like a... This is like a nuclear bomb on acid. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I, would, I, I would have that be the problem is like the this... Final order technology, which is now on Exegol, wherever it may be, it exists somewhere in plans form. How hard it would be to like fight that from like almost a terrorist perspective, and that could right, tie yeah, to modern right. day. No, because and because, you have it as like right. like all these different like like underworld groups, like yeah. the Black the Sun, big, and yeah. like all of these underworld groups that come out of nowhere. Nineteen seventy-seven. You're talking about you know like you're still in a post World War II type right. you know, world order. So you're talking about you're talking about uh, the Soviet Union. You're talking about um, you know. Cold War. You talk about the Cold War, yeah. Nazis. You're talking about even in America when you're talking about the um, industrial military complex. You know, like the idea of the large scale villain. You know, like the Empire makes sense. Yep. Nowadays, the smaller villain is the problem. It's right. it's, the it's, it's rogue states yep. yes. with, with with small populations but larger goals, or it's you know proliferation of nuclear weapons, chemical weapons. So. This technology going out to smaller groups, and they've already established an underworld. You know, you can have, you know, the Huts or any of the yeah. other, you know, the Black Sun, or any of the other, you know, organizations yeah. they've established yeah. before. Yeah. So let's, I agree. Let's talk about, let's talk about the last great moment in this movie. Okay. It's both great and also head scratching at the same time. Okay. It was the only part of the movie that made me like laugh and clap at the same time. Chewie gets the medal. Chewie gets the medal. When Maz Kanata <laughs> goes, Leia wanted me to give this to you. And it was like such, again, like the worst kind of fan service because when you think about it logically, you're like, okay, so wait a minute. You mean to tell me that Leia had what? Like an order upon her death that Maz Kanata gives the medal to Chewie, but only if she dies. But then as a Maz fan, Kanata you're just did. like, as a fan, you're just like, oh, for 40 years, we've been wondering why yeah, Chewie yeah, didn't have a fucking yeah. medal. But she and said like, that, like, you know, Leia knew what she was doing. Like, and Leia walks there. past Chewie after Han point. dies yeah. and doesn't hug Chewie. Wait, that's Ray. another thing. Why yeah. the fuck does Lando not ask about Han? That pissed yeah. me well, off. He, knew. he, he, he was obviously knew. in touch yeah. with but Leia. Not, but yeah. to not... He called. He said that Leia called. But if you're going to have Lando in the movie to not show his emotional reaction to Han's death on screen... Yeah, Wait, even if he already, on? even if he already knew about it, even if he already knew about it, just mm-hmm. to show that, like, have him and Chewie have a moment, you know, because presumably he hasn't seen Chewie since Han died, like, yeah. you know, anything, yeah. just anything, yeah, anything, and I don't know. Just, That's why it would have been better know. if he was already established yeah. as a member of the resistance, and that scene wouldn't yep. have been needed yep. because exactly. he would have already, he, you know. They all, I, they all poured one out. They all poured yeah. out some Colt 45. I, I 100% Corellia, I, wish, I wish they had Colt 45. Six months earlier. I, I 100% guarantee you that if The Last Jedi didn't get the, the backlash that it did, Lando would not be in this movie. They oh, were just 100%. trying to bring in every element of fan service. Well, yes, agreed. It didn't make any sense why it wasn't there. Agreed. 
So anyway. I, I hope that in the new, very much to your point, where you're looking at a smaller villain in the new movies, I think I really hope that, that that's the case. And very similar to the way that episode two starts, where they have that explosion that happens. Right. I hope that you have a main character like Lando showing up, and you're like, oh, and it's all happy, and then bam, he just gets dies. Yeah, he just dies. Maybe like, po. like so. Yeah, maybe or Poe. Yeah, because, that would be awesome. Because or think Rose. Of, think How of about it almost like an art. Rose. Think of it like a, a JFK type moment. Like yes, Poe, like yes. Poe doesn't strike me as the type that would necessarily be the Chancellor, where you know, like like yeah, that. No, yeah, yeah, but no. like. Like Poe would definitely be for a, a major figure in whatever New Republic Senate or yeah, New totally. Republic yeah, general. He'd be like know. an Admiral Akbar type guy. Yeah. yeah. So so his death and then like it could also be a reason to bring everybody back together. Yeah. Or general. 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 Oh God, that was so <laughs> dumb. Captain. 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 God. I actually like the kind of corny dialogue bits that JJ oh, throws. Well, some of them were fine, but like it gave the team more of a like. Of a camaraderie because the whole thing. Oh, shut up! They, I hate you. I think so the only thing that they're trying to, I think, establish in that is like part of the reason why. Yeah, but you can't just make someone. It's like, but oh, I, think, I should be a general too. Guess what? No, but they were just. General. They I were like just the trying. Camaraderie aspect because I think it's part of the reason why she doesn't go to the dark side. It's the camaraderie. Mm. Yes, you know, but the way that it was, the way that it was done was so Zack Snyder in DC, where yeah. when they made Shazam, for example, they were like, oh shit. The darkness of this movie is not working, so now we got to go way in the opposite direction. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, like so, yeah. like with uh, with with managers in baseball, you always overcorrect, right? You yeah, have like correct, the yelling yeah. manager, totally, and then you have like the friend of the team afterwards. Yeah. And that's, what, of, that's what the DC universe has been. Speaking of yelling, just Finn, the entire movie, Ray, Ray, Ray. <laughs> So stupid. Woo! Just murdering people. Woo! Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. All right, guys. That yeah. is our... Because uh, my head hurts. I can't talk about this fucking movie anymore. <laughs> that is our uh, spoiler... Spoilerific review of... We didn't spoil that much, though. No, no we just, spoiled no. everything. Just, just major plot points. <laughs> just major plot points. If you can call them... If you can call them plot points. at the end. Oh, Emperor God. is back. All right, Nobody all right. I'm, I'm done. Dies. I'm done. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I could not see the movie, but instead listen to this podcast. This probably would have been better than watching. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it always is. But, it's uh, always better than doing yeah. that. As always, go on, like and subscribe. Um, follow us on Spotify, on SoundCloud, and on Google Play Music. Um, uh, follow us on Instagram at Ready Set Review. Uh, send us an email, uh, Ready Set Review at gmail.com. And uh, of course, stay tuned, true reviewers. <laughs>